0: Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven.
1: And I'm your co host, Jessica.
0: And first Texas had a Chucky Amber alert, and now in Ice Age, it seems like they just didn't get enough
1: chaos from 2020. Yeah, it's fucking all over the place. It's uh I feel like a lot of people had been moving to Texas in the last few years, and Texas was kind of like, hey. You guys need to calm down. Yeah, we have enough people.
0: <laughs> Texas just became the face of Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio from uh, Titanic. No, oh, the one where he's got the oh Django, Unch- Django Unchained, yeah, Unchained, where he's like, <laughs> okay, that one, right?
1: I was thinking of like, there's no more, there's no room on the door.
0: <laughs> like, get oh. the
1: fuck out. Texas, so would, Texas
0: be, is the door. Texas is the door. There's no more room. Yeah, and
1: Rose is like, no. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> we're not close enough to the ocean to surround the whole state.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll we're going to cover just, it in ice. We're just going to
0: cover it in ice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend get who- Get you out of here that way. <laughs> who lives near Texas. She's not in Texas, but she's, like, posted something, like, a picture of, like, her driveway shoveled, and she was like, people thought I was crazy for buying a snow shovel here in the South, but hey, here we are. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, take advantage of that. Yeah. Charge people to use it. Charge people
1: to rent it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Take a deposit up front because you're probably not going to get it back.
1: Yeah, no, you're never going to see it again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, people are doing some really crazy shit in Texas. So we hope everyone's being safe and...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy because, you know, they're not obviously used to that. Right, yeah. housing and shit are not prepared Mm -hmm. for those kind of extreme... Conditions. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if California had this situation? No. We would be fucked.
1: We would just all die. We, yeah, we would if, all. <laughs> as soon as it rains for longer than two hours, everyone's like, evacuate the state. So, yeah. like, just for fucking.
0: <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs>
1: Sometimes if it's been raining for longer than an hour, whenever I'm leaving work, I'm like, well, do I have to take this other street? Because that one's just a river now. Yeah. So. I mean, I,
0: we live in a state that has rained, typically. And people still can't figure out they, how to drive. They still. At don't. least in our area. Yeah.
1: Also. Uh,
0: oh, it looks like it's going to rain today. Five seconds later.
1: <laughs> you hear the
0: ambulances <laughs> all over the city. Police. Yeah.
1: And public works, even though we get. Inches of rain every year. Public Works still doesn't know how to build drainage such so that streets don't turn into rivers. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> I'm just glad I have a taller car now.
0: Dig up, stupid. Dig up.
1: <laughs> yeah, back when I had my Golf, it was literally like, uh, do I need to turn around? Like, I don't know if I can drive this through this. Is this equipped
0: <laughs> as a submarine? <laughs> Where is the periscope yeah. on this Volkswagen?
1: Right. It's oh, crazy.
0: Volkswagen Sub.
1: I'd buy it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you already did.
1: Yeah, true.
0: But all yeah. seriousness, I uh, hope everybody's safe. Yes. Our friend, he's him and his wife are out in Oklahoma. I don't know how bad it is compared to Texas, but like it's been crazy for them as well. So yes, it's it's in a good amount of areas.
1: Absolutely. So hopefully everyone's safe and gotten hotels if they needed to and didn't pay an extra pet deposit because fuck that a lot of people in the groups i'm on on facebook were like oh yeah we had to pay a pet deposit for the one for our dog so we just like didn't tell them we also had three cats or whatever
0: <laughs> 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 i mean i get it
1: fair yeah
0: <laughs> i would just like tell them i have a dog with two heads and then put both our dogs in like big jacket.
1: Yeah one at either end like <laughs> a double-ended dog. Oh I guess you could just put them the normal way together. Yeah that's too. what I was
0: thinking. Got it.
1: I was thinking in terms of cat dog. I don't know why.
0: Yeah it would just be dog dog. Dog dog. <laughs> no I was just thinking you know like two-thirds of a Cerberus.
1: Yeah makes sense. <laughs> two-thirds. But you would have extra legs and extra tail.
0: Oh, the semantics. It.
1: Cerberus should have two tails, now that I think about it. Three tails, now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> that mythical creature is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing believable about Cerberus now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, so well, let's get into our episode. Yes.
1: Uh, let's start off right, right off the bat with some new releases coming out this week. Amazon Prime, February 26th, uh, has a movie coming out called The Informer. This actually had a limited release in November of last year, so probably no one saw it. I'm <laughs> just guessing. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it's a British crime thriller based on a novel called Three Seconds by Rosalind and Hellstrom. And it stars Joel Kinnaman, Rosamund Pike, and a few other big names. Um,
0: okay, I, so this is not the one with Matt Damon.
1: Matt so, sorry, Damon. sorry, yeah, I, I,
0: you probably don't know who I was talking about. <laughs> Matt Damon.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Unless... Wait, isn't like that the in informant? Re-
0: oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I feel like I was expecting to see him when I clicked the link for this, though. So that makes sense. I think it was the informant.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which I also haven't seen.
1: Same. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, this one looks interesting. Uh, Disney Plus, February 26th. WandaVision Episode 8, of course.
0: Yep. Yeah. And as we've been doing, we will get... Fully into episode 7 at the end of this episode.
1: Yes, stay tuned.
0: Or just jump ahead. Yeah. If that's all you fucking care about. You do you. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm just coasting until we get to that part. Yeah.
1: <laughs> HBO Max has Close Enough season 2 coming February 25th. Is it the whole season or is it, is that how they do it? It just
0: says season 2. Okay, I I think I was, that means. I, did you finish this season?
1: No. I'm not remembering what this show is. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry,
0: you're killing me. I'm sorry, because I know you started watching this show.
1: Did I? Because I literally do not remember. It's the animated
0: show. I think about like you, you were like talking about like uh, or was like they went to like check out homes, but they weren't never gonna actually buy a home. They were just like, I could swear that's what this show was. It's on HBO Max.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: obviously, obviously
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> I may have started watching a show, and that might be that. It's show. a cartoon. Okay,
0: Does, have I said that?
1: I, I think you did. You said animated. Yeah. Okay. I honestly don't remember. It must have been so long ago that I. I either... just remember
0: you were like talking about like there was an episode where she like to get away from the family she would go and like check out home like open houses and uh-huh. shit and like that would just be like what she'd do for fun. And then, yeah. like, she started doing, like, role-playing while they did or some shit. I don't this
1: know. This does sound vaguely familiar now. <laughs> it's obviously been a really Anyways. long time. It was sometime in 2020, Anyways, I assume. it
0: was apparently good enough to get a season two. Got it. So.
1: Well, I'll have to check it out. For all we know, again. season one was,
0: like, four episodes. I don't yeah.
1: know. I'll definitely check it out and let you know if I did, in fact, watch the first yeah. season. <laughs> um
0: spent way too long on just trying to figure out whether you watch that. Sorry.
1: Okay. Also, February 26th, Blade Runner 2049.
0: Thank fucking God. Which
1: I'm so excited about because I've been just wanting to see it. Yeah.
0: I was worried I was going to have to wait 2,049 years (laughs) to see this fucking movie.
1: I mean, should I have
0: bought it? Of course. Of
1: course. Yeah.
0: Should I have? Probably. Mm,
1: Yeah. We'll see.
0: Did I? Absolutely not. No, we did not. Because I knew it was probably going to hit HBO (laughs) at some point.
1: And here it is. February 26th. Um, and also an actual WB movie film premiere, Tom and Jerry.
0: And this is, of course, one of the movies that's landing this year, 2021, that was a theater release. Yes. At the time.
1: Yes. Yeah, so starting on February 26th, you'll have 31 days to watch it before it potentially isn't on HBO Max for a while.
0: I remember this was a movie that was a thing, but I, 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 I never saw any buzz about it. And yeah. then they popped the trailer on online,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm kind of into it. I
1: Yeah, I have to check the trailer out again, but I'm mildly intrigued again. It's
0: interesting. The art, it's not just, they didn't just draw them. Like, they're straight up 3D, hmm. okay. kind of cel-shaded looking Interesting in this movie, which I guess makes sense. Yeah. It's like they have the old traditional look, but they still also look 3D and modern. It's very confusing. Yeah. Um, they obviously look like they don't exist in this world, but... Or they shouldn't, at least. Yeah. But um, I'm interested. It has a pretty good cast. It's got, like, cast.
1: A, like, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of situation? Mm, wouldn't no? say that. Oh, okay.
0: That was, like, a class. You can't really...
1: Well, but they're, like... What I meant was, like, live... You can make
0: a sequel, but you, you can't remake that movie.
1: Well, I meant because it's a live action with animated character in it.
2: Okay. I, mean, yeah. it, it... I
1: don't know. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, I'm... I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Same. <laughs> Uh Hulu has Dread. Yeah. Is coming to Hulu. Yeah.
0: Judge Dread, the yeah. the reboot with Carl Urban mm-hmm. as Judge Dread. Yeah. Where he never took the helmet off.
1: Yeah. All right. And on Netflix, uh, if anybody likes Brian Regan, the comedian, there's he's got a comedy special coming up called On the Rocks. I think he's hilarious. He's usually uh like family friendly too. So. Uh
0: if he's who I think he is, he made a joke about Killing a dog, and I wasn't too fond of the joke. I know that's a me problem, but
1: is he? Oh, I don't know. If it joke. was
0: him, I honestly don't know. I just it was. There's something on Netflix, and like the first, the little intro thing that they yeah. show, mm-hmm. that was the joke they had. I'm like, well, probably not the best joke to start with that to try and get somebody to watch your fucking thing. But here we are. Doesn't
1: seem like him, but it's, it's possible. probably somebody else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, he's usually hilarious, so we'll see. Um, also, we have High Rise Invasion. A Netflix anime?
0: Yep, I put this in here. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I also see you added something. I thought something else. I thought about adding. So
0: yeah. So yeah. okay. Basically, it's a Netflix, you know, series original, whatever the fuck they want to label it these days. Basically, it's about a high schooler named Yuri who finds herself atop a skyscraper in a strange world where she must survive against massed assailants bent on killing their prey. Okay. It just seemed like an interesting sci-fi. Seems like a you thing. You know, in another world, whatever.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, like a modern day uh, Inuyasha, maybe? Okay. People who watch anime know what the fuck I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, I also have a show called Canine Intervention. I I actually added this and then I took it out because I Mm. assumed you weren't going to think it was worth putting on here, so... Um,
0: eh, I, <laughs> it caught my interest. Yeah,
1: I'm slightly interested mm, in it
0: mainly because the guy's from Oakland, and that's oh, like yeah. the Bay Area where I grew up. So,
1: yeah. So shout um, out the There's a dog trainer who's from Oakland, and he works with a range of dogs and owners, following the basic idea that all d- dog problems are related to the owner. Not
0: yeah, it sounds like that like Tiss guy,
1: <laughs> Caesar Malone.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's t- not Tiss.
0: <laughs> whatever i wasn't I wasn't committed to oh, it I
1: see, um yeah, it seems like he has similar principles to Caesar Milan, so um, I was interested in maybe checking it out um on peacock february twenty fifth they have punky Brewster season one, the peacock original, so this is the reboot, right.
0: Uh, or she's, like, whatever. a grown-up and yeah. it's her kids or it's whatever. It's the... I don't, I don't have any clue what the fuck this show is about. I always no. thought it was, like, some old-timey thing, and then it was some weird, like, long-stalking, whatever the fuck her name is.
1: <laughs> Pippi Longstocking? Pippi
0: Longstocking type character, so...
1: Okay.
0: At least that's how I see her.
1: Yeah.
0: From what you fucking showed me, so... Yeah. Okay. I have no interest in this.
1: Yeah, I... I mean, if it's available, I might check it out, but I'm not going to pay for it. You so.
0: definitely changed your attitude about this show. Well. Before you are all about it.
1: I mean, I would check it out, but I'm not like, I, I I was all about saying I used to watch Punky Brewster, like the original one, when I was a kid.
0: Oh, I see. But So, I don't so you know... just wanted to brag that you were one of the original Punky Brewster No, watchers. this is
1: like fucking. So
0: you're just trying to be a hipster here, No, huh?
1: this is like the Saved by the Bell shit. Like, some things well, don't you... need to be remade. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh... I actually really liked that show.
1: Hmm, okay. I
0: know we didn't really review it because I didn't get to watch enough of it, but okay. I did well, plan to after we got to watch the rest of it. Gotcha. Which I guess I don't need to now.
1: Yeah. It'll
0: probably happen though.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, this isn't a streaming service per se, but Cherry, the movie with Tom Holland, um... Is releasing in theaters February twenty sixth. If you have that, if you have theaters where you are that are open,
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know where that's the thing. But, who says they have theaters.
1: Is just um, lying. And then also, it will release on Apple TV Plus for the rest of us on March twelfth. So, uh, if you are thinking about getting your Apple TV Plus uh, subscription or trial, just wait <laughs> so that you can check this movie out. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: on that topic of waiting, might even want to wait till May if you can hold out for Cherry. Uh, Because Mystic Quest Season 2 returns on Apple TV Plus Um, May 7th.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Which I want to watch.
1: Of course, yeah. Uh,
0: It sounds like they are getting... There was a teaser and it sounds like they're getting rid of the whole Raven's Banquet theme. Oh, really? And going to shift it to a new theme for the season. Okay. And like the whole joke is the two characters couldn't come to terms on what the new theme should be. Okay. One was like, I was thinking it could be based on sea. And then one was like, I was thinking land. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, well, seems like we're not going to get anywhere with this. And he's like, I'm just going to go now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: I don't know. That show was pretty good, so. Uh, Also, Army of the Dead with the Zack Snyder zombie flick, which Mm -hmm. is going to hit Netflix, is coming out May 17th. Nice. They announced the date, so I'm ready for that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Mission Impossible 7 and 8. This is a little update on that whole situation.
1: Not 7-8s, as our notes say. Yeah, it kept
0: (laughs) correcting. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I know what the hell it's supposed to mean. Although I almost failed right here. (laughs) So, Mission Impossible 7 and 8, we're going to film back-to-back. Turns out now they are no longer doing that, and so 8 will have to be filmed at a later date. Okay. They're saying it's due to marketing needs for Tom Cruise to go do the rounds for Top Gun Maverick. I feel like it's probably just COVID related. Yeah. Saving some money yeah. on concerns of delays and yeah. people getting too close to each other.
1: Yeah. I agree. That makes maybe sense. The, uh,
0: maybe the uh, COVID robot killed a guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the they're infamous just,
0: COVID robot they're that, just
2: covering it up
0: that they're <laughs> pretending doesn't exist. Yeah. So yeah, there's all that. You want to talk a little Mortal Kombat, though? I would love to. <laughs> I know, it's one of your favorite properties of all time. And by that I mean you don't give a shit.
1: I give zero shits.
0: Sub-zero shits?
1: Sub-zero shits. <laughs> that sounds painful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it would hurt coming out. <laughs> would it just stick to your colon? It's like so cold it's dry. Ew.
1: Might be some sub-zero, sub-zero shits going on in Texas right now.
0: <laughs> yeah like you shit outside and it like it freezes before it hits the ground to ice as
1: it's coming out <laughs> ew <laughs> um yeah so I watched this trailer with you I have some input from a purely spectator standpoint I have no <laughs> knowledge on the property or any kind of history in like the, the story at all or most of the characters I think mm-hmm. the only character's name that I know is is sub zero. And of course that's the one whose name they give you in the trailer. I mean,
0: you know others. You know Scorpion, you know. Okay, fine. Johnny but Cage. but I
1: don't know that I could identify them on the screen. sub
0: 0 a... is blue. Scorpion <laughs> is yellow.
1: But okay, fair. Anyway, live action wise, I don't know that I could identify any of them. I did recognize the chick with the little little What are they size?
0: Okay, but what's her name then?
1: I have no fucking idea. Okay. Is it Sai?
0: No. I mean, that would have made sense. (laughs) Because her sister is Katana.
1: Okay. (laughs) So what is her name, then?
0: Uh, Melina.
1: Melina. Oh, yeah. I have no clue. But I recognized her, because I was like, I know those weapons and that look.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But. So, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So,
0: I mean, basic premise of this whole trailer, it seems to be what you expect from your Mortal Kombat movie. Or just game storylines. In general, yeah. A group of humans from Earth have to go to this realm, fight in a tournament to protect Earth from the other realm of baddies trying to conquer it. Um they kinda it seems like they kinda got rid of uh Johnny Cage, who was like one of the main, main protagonists in like the stories usually. They've replaced him with a character named Cole, which it feels like he's kinda the same character, but just a different a new a character. New yeah. I guess for the viewer to feel like they're learning about this along with the character
2: yeah he there's theories
0: and rumors that that character is gonna go on to be somebody important from mm-hmm. the Mortal Kombat franchise okay but we just don't know it yet right so we'll see
2: okay
0: um just based on what we've seen you know we've seen we've got a bunch of characters protagonists so many it, characters it feels like protagonist wise we had Cole Luke Kang is back uh, you know he was kind of the focus of the other movies. Feels like he might not be so much at the front of the line with this movie. He might be kind of a background character. hmm But he is there. Looks like he even had an animality. So, fingers crossed we'll see some of that stuff. But, like, not yeah. so bad looking like in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. <laughs> Technology has probably improved since then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they showed like this dragon that's made out of complete flames and
1: Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. It looking. was really
0: cool looking. So I, I think that's supposed to be an animality. Okay. Sonia Blade's in this. At some point we see her use her sonic power, so I believe that's supposed to be like she has some tech wrist things that mm-hmm. do do it. It's not really her yeah. specifically having the powers. Right. We see Jax in this, played by Mikad Brooks, which we know as Jimmy from Supergirl on the CW.
1: Oh, yeah. Jimmy Olsen. And Got it.
0: He did leave the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that has anything to do with him filming this movie. Maybe it was uh, him wanting to leave to, to do other projects or yeah. just scheduling. Yeah. And he wanted to fit- do this and the schedule didn't work, so he's like, right, I'm going to head out now.
1: Yeah. They couldn't fit the uh, robot arms into the Supergirl script, so.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's another... Uh, <laughs> Superman mustache situation all over yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> Damn the luck. <laughs> well, I mean, I tore off my arms for this role, <laughs> so I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm interested to see how he does with the role. Mm-hmm. You know, his arms, pretty badass. They're yeah. very robotic and very
1: mm-hmm.
0: modern tech looking than yeah. they usually have been. Yeah, definitely. So we'll be interested to see what they do with that. Um, and they kinda, it kind of looks like they changed that whole origin for him it's yeah. no longer I believe goro tore off his arms and mm. this it looks like uh sub-zero is actually to blame for his arms
1: pretty gruesome yeah as, the beginning of the trailer he basically
0: frees his arms
1: and then and like, explode just off breaks of his them off bottom. yeah such a Fucked up looking situation.
0: Yeah. And, you know, this movie's rated R. It yeah. looks like there's going to be a lot of fucking violence. So much gore. Which falls in line with the franchise. Yeah, yeah. They did say that there's going to be fatalities. Okay. So, I mean, that would probably be considered one.
1: Yeah.
0: Minus him dying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Minus him actually being dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but we do see that kind of stuff later on. Yeah. Um, the yeah. only other character I would assume is a protagonist would be Raiden. Because he's always kind of considered there to... You know, lead the group of humans. hmm Um, but we didn't really see a whole lot out of him, just kind of him in background scenery.
1: Which one is he?
0: He's got the, the basket head.
1: Oh, okay. Got it. The lightning. With the glowy eyes? Yeah,
0: lightning in God. the he's
1: Yeah.
0: God of lightning. Oh, yeah. He's not Thor. He's right. Raiden. It's
1: not my God of lightning.
0: <laughs> well, I guess he's the God of thunder, huh? Oh,
1: fair enough. Okay.
0: Thor is, is yeah, the Thor's Thor's god, god of thunder. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because thunder no, is a noise. It is. Lightning. Lightning is a, is the visual. Yes, correct. Or the physical. Yeah, the they're
1: both technically the same thing, because the sound is the reverberation happening after the light. It's like they're both part of the same physical process.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a
0: correlation between the two. Yeah. Yeah. They. <laughs> We're both scientists yeah. in that aspect.
1: <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So to I distract. mean, that
0: seems to be our, our main group of protagonists, as mm-hmm. far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, antagonist wise, as we kind of established, Sub Zero seems like he's kind of a douchebag in this.
2: Yeah, huge douche.
0: Um, huge douche, huh? <laughs> uh, seemingly he's the main one. It, it, it really focused on him, I think, for the whole trailer. Even mm-hmm. the the intro thing where they show. Like, the, the studio involved and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it freezes over as though he's, like, the main focus. We see Shang song who is, you know, the main head of the tournament. He's the villain that you typically see. Mm-hmm. He was from the first game. He was in the movies. Haven't seen a whole lot of him other than just his finish him type lines and all that. Uh, we see Kana, who is typically a baddie, it seems, but... After watching the trailer again, I do have him under the list for antagonists, but I actually kind of I'm starting to think he may be a part of the group of humans who are on the good side. Which one was he? He's the Australian oh, guy okay. who,
1: one who like takes the Has heart the out heart out at the it. end yeah. of it, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> he has like you there's a scene where they show him like shooting laser out of his uh-huh. eye. Yeah. We don't actually see him with the trademark metal eye section oh, to his right. face but, but that's the part he's that he's holding
1: does. the heart and he's got a big gash from yeah the, so i suspect
0: mm-hmm. maybe that's like how he's gonna end up having
1: mm-hmm.
0: that later on right i don't know I how wonder, long this movie's gonna be
1: you said he's typically a villain typically so i wonder if he'll betray somebody
0: because he's 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 like a criminal character mm. who Son- who sonya is typically trying to go after
1: okay Interesting,
0: but in this, she even narrates. She like even introduces him. It seems
1: yeah, yeah. In he
0: the narration, seems
1: like part of
0: the group, yeah. yeah. So maybe there's some kind of falling out, or he decides he's like on the wrong side like, for whatever personal eye. gains. Yeah,
1: I'm better than you now. And
0: then he goes evil and gets the eye or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, as I reference Goro, we do see Goro fully animated CGI this time. I think he doesn't. He does not look as good as the old movies.
1: Uh, is this like the multiple arms guy? Yeah,
0: forearm okay. guy.
1: I feel like he looked like uh, the genie from Aladdin.
0: Okay. <laughs> By that then, Disney stole the look of the genie. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I meant CGI-wise. Okay. Uh, it's like similar qualities. Yeah. You yeah. have
0: three wishes. <laughs> None of them involve you not dying. <laughs> So, yeah, it looks like he's fighting Jax, which we typically see. I think, if I recall, that's how Jax lost his arms initially.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And Melina, we see, as you referenced. (laughs) So,
1: is the original story that he rips his arms off and puts them on himself?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) I love the creativity coming on your end, though. I really do.
1: Because it should be. He he was
0: just a guy who wanted... I want these. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sews them on.
0: The doctor's like, you know, these won't work, right? Yeah, don't They're, worry
2: about they it.
1: They
0: will slowly die. Might even infect you. You could die yourself.
1: It's not my problem. I'll have four arms. But I'll have four arms, right? <laughs> Sorry. And Melina, go ahead.
0: I love this. This is like a really low budget, like grounded version. I yes. want to see this now.
1: Okay. Mortal Goro is just
0: an arm enthusiast. <laughs> Uh, then, of course, Melina, as we've referenced, who has a mouth much like Baraka. Because we know that, well, I know. You <laughs> know. sounds like
1: I don't know what that means. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she is a clone of Katana. Okay. Uh, based off the race that Baraka is. He's like basically that creature mouth. Mm. And he's got these like swords that stick out of his hands, mm, okay. his arms. Got it. So he, he, I I don't think we saw that character, uh-huh. but I imagine he's either in this at some point or going to be in the future. Right, he's right. kind of a bigger character. Got it. Uh, so I I took it that the fact that they have her with that kind of mouth, which because one that's how the character is, but it, to me it it implies that that race or that character will be in here at some point.
2: Got
0: it. And presumably we're gonna see Katana. Yeah, because why else would or why wouldn't we yeah if they're sisters yeah or whatever twins anyways fair point so um those are kind of the main characters but they did have some easter eggs we saw shao Kahn as like a statue um so that kind of implies his existence whether we see him in this i don't know but we do know he exists in this so they're obviously going to lead that way he was the main antagonist of the second movie and the second game okay Go figure.
1: Yeah,
0: reptile. That's who you referenced with the heart thing. He's yeah. the guy that Kano was fighting. Oh. I guess I can't really call him a guy. He's a full-on reptile.
1: And in, in my brain, I feel like I was seeing a werewolf. So oh, reptile. Yeah, I can see why you thought that. <laughs> okay. No,
0: he was. I, well, I guess I'm assuming, but so was a lot of other people. Yeah, it's reptile, right. which is okay. a character. Initially he was just like Sub Zero and Scorpion but green. But they later had variations of him where he was just a full on lizard person.
2: Okay.
0: The thing that's weird is he seemed like he I mean, presumably dies. Yeah. Based off the trailer. Yeah. It tears fucking heart out, it seems. So Exactly. Um I'm curious, like are we gonna see a lot of these characters that we are familiar with just like die very quickly in these this movie or Mm. just abruptly or You you would think? It makes me wonder how much screen time they'll actually have. Are they, is it just going to be these straight matches and that's the only time you ever see them?
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Um, but who knows? Maybe it's just like a character like Reptile, but not actually Reptile. Mm-hmm. You know, that way they could bring him in, bring him into a later movie or something. Right. You know, you killed my fucking cousin.
1: My name is Reptile. Prepare to die. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I really like this movie we've made.
1: <laughs> That's a mishmash of a lot he's of. Different got, things. He's got a really short mustache
0: yeah. <laughs> at the end of his reptilian beak.
1: Yeah, and he uses like a fencing sword. <laughs> yeah. What do you call it? A rapier?
0: Huh?
1: Isn't it called a rapier?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: Okay, let's just call it a fencing sword. Yeah, it's a little bit, I don't want to. I don't
0: want to go in anything that <laughs> sounds like rapier.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's pronounced differently. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then we we do see what seems to be Cabal, which is a character who has these very trademark-looking swords, Mm -hmm. hook-sword thingies. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of at a a distance. It's when you see Liu Kang using his dragon animality thingy. It looks like he's using it on Cabal. Okay. So. uh, Then lastly, we see what... People can't quite figure out if it's supposed to be Noob Sabat or Smoke. It's a character who looks just like Sub-Zero, but we aren't sure who it is. The thing is, in the storyline, Sub-Zero dies and becomes Hmm. Noob Sabat. Okay. Because of another character who brings him back, takes Sub-Zero's soul and puts it into a dead body of another uh, fighter. Okay. It's...
1: Pretty lighthearted stuff. It...
0: (laughs) It's like days of our realms, yeah. For yeah, <laughs> guys, I guess. As
1: the Mortal Kombat turns, <laughs> <laughs> or
0: just as the Mortal turns,
1: yeah. Fair enough. Immortal, yeah.
0: So yeah, I, it's very unclear whether that character is just Sub Zero or because it looks like it could be ice behind them, but it's very dark, so it could be smoke. It, I don't know. It,
2: yeah. Okay. I suspect
0: he might just be turning into that character during the, the movie at some point. Okay. Um, what we do see, though, is him fighting Scorpion, which I don't think I actually have on this list. Now I don't know why, because he was kind of a big part of this. We see Scorpion, which seems like there's actually an origin story to that character. We see him before he seems to be what we know as this, you know, demon-like entity character. mm mm-hmm. uh, When he's just living life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And it looks like Sub-Zero kills him. Yeah. Or at least is going to. Yeah. Uh, The violence is very much there in this one. We saw that crazy scene where Sub-Zero cuts his wrist open. The blood shoots out, freezes, and then he grabs it and uses it as a dagger dagger. to stab him.
1: Oh, so fucked up. It's
0: so badass though, right?
1: Yeah. This trailer looks really fucking cool just from the effects and Mm -hmm. how many characters there are going to be in play.
0: How many arms.
1: Yeah, there's so many arms. So many weapons. Yeah. So many probably losses of arms. Mm-hmm. So, I'm interested, even though I have absolutely no idea what's going on, <laughs> except for that most everyone wants to kill each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I think I could complain about is the look of Scorpion when he looks like he's traditionally that character. It's very bulky, and it doesn't it doesn't look right to me, even though it's very like authentic. Yeah it feels like it doesn't look like Scorpion to me. Okay. Um, and then the way he executed the line, get over here, was just very, I don't know, it just felt like it didn't work. Okay. It could be because you don't see him say it. It's just, so like, it, to me it doesn't fit Yeah. the scene of him actually him. doing yeah. it. But I wouldn't be shocked if that's like, maybe that scene of him fighting Sub-Zero is him being a human. He mm-hmm. dies, and then comes back as the traditional Scorpion that we know.
1: Yeah, that could work.
0: Because in the old storylines, Sub-Zero is responsible for killing his entire family and clan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he wants revenge. Yeah. Which is the premise of what I watched for that animated movie as well. Yes. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked if they tie that whole thing together in
1: right, this. Right, yeah, for sure.
0: But yeah, I'm looking forward to this movie. I think yeah. it comes out in April. Mid-April. April 16th April or something 16th, like that. yeah. Luckily we have Snyder Cut and... Godzilla vs. King Kong to hold us over, because mm-hmm. this one has my fucking interest.
1: Yeah. It even has my interest as a non-Mortal Kombat fan. So yeah. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. That's my new catchphrase.
0: <laughs> I'm ready?
1: <laughs> I just realized I said that, like, a bunch of times last week, so I was like, gotcha. apparently that's my new thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, if we're rating trailers, I don't know, do we rate trailers? I can't remember.
1: I don't remember, but we can.
0: Yeah, I would, I mean, dissect it for me.
1: Yeah. I'm also going to dissect it. I have no idea what's going on, but yeah. The quality... Well, I mean, you
0: brought some really cool narratives to this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, the quality looked really good, um, and it made me want to see the movie. So I think those are two pretty good features to have in a trailer. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> they don't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> they don't hurt, that is for sure. I think sure. the
1: fact that it made me want to see the movie, even though I don't give a fuck about Mortal Kombat, was extra impressive. Therefore, mm-hmm. it has to earn a dissect from me.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, let's move on. Yes. Uh, Debbie talked about that longer than the trailer itself, so.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> hopefully that's, not that's longer than do. the movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I kind of hope it's a three-hour movie, right? Yeah. Because of how much content it feels like there's, like there's going to be. My yeah. only concern is they're not going to balance the characters out, and it's going to focus on like only a handful.
2: Yeah.
0: That's the only thing I don't want to see. I want to see them all get a decent amount of time, uh, at the very least, in their fights. You know? Yeah. Anyways, all right, moving on. Uh, We referenced the Snyder Cut, Justice League. Apparently it's going to be available now worldwide in all markets on the same day, March 18th.
1: Yeah, it's very cool.
0: I know Zack Snyder had some negative comments about the whole issue that they didn't really have any plan to bring it to other countries that don't have HBO Max, which I didn't really think about. Like, yeah, so how would they watch that, you know? If their theaters aren't open, they don't have HBO Max, that's going to be problematic for some areas. Yeah. Turns out what they're going to do now is they're going to have it available on demand, digital download, linear, I don't know what that is. Is that a... No idea. Okay. Yeah. Well, someone who knows what <laughs> that night. is, hope you're excited. <laughs> it's yeah, there.
1: Yeah, let us know what it is. <laughs> uh,
0: and streaming. Nice. So I assume rental. Yeah. Just whatever, marketplace.
1: Yeah, Probably.
0: The platforms available depends on each territory obviously. Mhm. So obviously we'll get HBO Max for us, but like other people will have some other yeah, service other that they use. Yeah, might be a
1: different service that makes sense.
0: The exception apparently is China, France and Japan which do not have release dates yet, but they are to be determined.
1: Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, I I'm
0: looking forward to this. I'm I know we're like just getting onslaughts of news about this fucking movie at this point I just want to see it, but Agreed. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, On the note of the DCEU, Supergirl has apparently been cast for the Flash film. When I first saw the headline, I was like, why would they need to cast a Supergirl for the Flash show? I don't understand. They already have a Supergirl. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, that makes more sense. So, yeah, Supergirl is coming to the DCEU, uh, and they have cast Sasha Kelly.
1: Which is confusing, though, because in the... Didn't we see Barry Allen from... Didn't we see a crossover kind of that brief thing? In the CW, in the CW uh, show when we saw Ezra... Crisis
0: upon crisis upon crisis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> crisis inside of a crisis inside of Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, with, a,
0: with a poop crisis?
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we saw the Flash from the DCEU in a brief mm. thing. Well, that whole
0: concept that they did in in my opinion implied they were bringing everything together yeah and it was all connected through their own multiverse yeah but all the things that they've been doing feels like they're throwing that out the window and it's not relevant yeah so i don't know that was just for like a cock tease for just to get people excited that they saw ezra miller as the flash in that show or if it was like they actually had plans and maybe they fell through i don't know but it just feels like it doesn't make sense now
2: yeah i'm confused Um, because they're
0: canceling all these shows Mm -hmm. they're canceling the shows that they announced but now they're just not going to do in favor of doing an hbo max thing instead yeah so i don't know what's going on with all that
1: yeah okay well
0: um but we knew that there was a supergirl movie supposedly in the works I want to say, maybe I'm completely wrong. I want to say Joss Whedon was involved with it. Obviously, that's probably not a thing at this point. If it was, yeah, I think it was canceled though a while back.
1: Yeah, I don't remember or put on
0: hold or something. I think they decided they were going to like they didn't know where they were going with the character. I know there was talk that Supergirl was going to replace Superman at some point because they didn't want to go with that character anymore. Yeah, Um, but apparently, uh, the director Andy Muschietti seems right. Yeah. Uh, Has announced on his Instagram that over 400 actresses auditioned for this role. Which I don't think they even knew what that exact character was. They just had a description that was vague. Mm -hmm. And Callie participated in a chemistry test with the star Ezra Miller.
1: See, when I read this, I was like, why the fuck are they doing a chemistry test? It has nothing to do with it. They're like... (laughs) Why
0: does she need to know science?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, upon reading the rest of it, I now understand that was emotional or whatever, personality chemistry.
0: <laughs> yeah, like how they bounce off each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say this. The director just admitted that he's pushing for sexual harassment on set. Oh uh, yeah. I think they have a huge lawsuit under their belt now. Yeah. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> they're forcing they're forcing the, the actors yeah. to do science projects together. Yeah. And that's wrong.
1: It's very inappropriate. <laughs>
0: Uh, So I have a question for you then. Do you think that this is going to be a multiverse version of her? Or do you think it's going to be the main DCEU character?
1: Uh, I feel like it's going to be the main one. Because if they are standing by what they did with the CW show, then Ezra Miller's character, or sorry, the DCEU Flash, is probably a multiverse or a different universe one. Or a different timeline well, or whatever we know, one.
0: We know that movie is completely based on the multiverse, right? Yeah. We're getting two Batman in there. Yeah. We're getting Ben Affleck yeah. and we're getting uh Michael Keaton, right? Right.
1: So I think I think she's going to be oh, fuck, now that you say that, now that now I think I want to change my well, mind. Well
0: here's why I don't know, because <laughs> in Man of Steel at the end there was a teaser of a Kryptonian pod mm-hmm. coming to Earth. Mm-hmm. We never find out who that was. I know Zack Snyder's made comments in like interviews and stuff about who it could have been and that we might get answers to that at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, is this that answer? Was that going to be Supergirl?
2: It
1: would be a pretty convenient answer.
0: Yeah. But we're also being told that this is a one-off side thing, and it's not technically a part of the DCEU... Right. Uh, ...for the Justice League Snyder Cut. So... But I guess technically Man of Steel was a part of the DCEU. So... Yeah, that's true. I have to assume that that's who she was supposed to be in that pod.
1: Yeah.
0: Was that character.
1: That's possible.
0: But then that doesn't explain where she's been this whole fucking time.
1: Yeah. Unless she, like, has been... Still at the point of not discovering her powers yet, like they did in the CW show?
0: That's a valid point.
1: Or hiding her powers, not discovering, but you know, because yeah. she was like, undercover. That's true. Trying not to reveal herself. That's true, that's true. I so guess maybe I, the events of this movie caused her... I'm very vague her... on the
0: timeline anyway, so I don't even know. <laughs> Man of Steel happens and then BBS, I don't know what the time difference between those were.
1: Yeah, I don't fucking remember either, but... but... I feel like this could be a situation where the events of the Flash movie take the place of in the cw show mm. where she had to save her sister in a fucking plane or whatever so there's something that causes her to reveal herself and this could be it gotcha. so i think i'm gonna stand superman's by superman's
0: death maybe she never even met the guy but she realized by their power set that maybe she's related
1: yeah i think that the events of the flash movie could be the reason that she reveals herself to society or whatever okay that's what I'm going to go with for now.
0: Do you think she'll be a big role? Do you think she'll have a, a significant part? Do you think it's just going to be like a, a smaller introduction to the character?
1: I think it's get a, people
0: excited for the future.
1: I think they're going to test her as a potential. You think it's just like an Easter egg. I think that no, I think it'll be more than that. I think it'll be a small part, and then maybe oh, they'll decide whether so they want to now make.
0: I think about it. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, the gears uh, were churning as you were talking. Yeah, Sorry.
1: it's okay. Uh, I think that. She'll be a decent part, like a, more more, more than an Easter egg, but maybe not like, a huge part. Mm-hmm. Enough that they're kind of testing the waters to see who if people have to like the character and if it's worth trying to pursue another property or another gotcha. movie with her as okay. the main character.
0: So like maybe equal to Keaton, maybe less? Yeah. Because I think he was a bigger role in this. Yes. Okay. What I was starting to think about is if they're doing a chemistry test for the character, Mm -hmm. does that imply that they are setting up that maybe her and Ezra Miller's character Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of the Flash have some kind of a flirty situation? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. I do think that's what's happening. Because they did that in the fucking CW shows, too. But these are
0: different beasts, but...
1: I know, but... I mean, if the characters are in or inherently going to have some kind of like relating to each other because so they have superpowers. Oh, we
0: just throw an Iris to the side then? I mean, yeah. she was cast. They you know, she was in the Justice League filming, but they cut it and the yeah. weeding cut, but this is going to have her again. So is this, a, I mean
1: No, I a, think
0: Although did that actress leave the project after that movie cuz I, I, I don't know if she decided she was done or what cuz like nothing was really happening with the character, so
1: I don't remember, but I don't think it necessarily means that Iris doesn't exist. I think it's just another event that yeah, happens. happened. Love triangle. Yeah, I mean.
0: Are you, are you team Krypton or team Earth?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people love that shit,
0: <laughs> especially
1: young young people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gen Z or whoever the fuck it is is like the primary audience these days.
0: Is Z the the current one. I think I it's don't Z. Know
1: yeah, Gen Z is the people. I know that people who
0: are... keep saying millennial even though it's like relevant no. not relevant it's anymore. It's not millennial
1: anymore. It's yeah. Gen Z. They're the ones wearing fucking mom jeans and acting like it's stylish. Mom
0: jeans. What's yeah. a mom jean?
1: What's a mom jean?
0: Yeah.
1: It's like the high waisted, like ill fitting Oh
0: okay. Well that yeah. was like an eighties thing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, but now they're popular again and they're acting like it's stylish. Yeah. See, well, even she knows that they're not stylish.
0: Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Thank you for chiming in there, Ridley. I <laughs> guess I won't cut that out <laughs> since you contributed positively to the podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot of questions we have for that yeah, character. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. Um, Kind of in the DC realm as well. J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot are working on a darker Constantine reboot for HBO Max. This is going to be a TV show. So Constantine, we've seen in CW properties he well there was it nBC I think NBC had a show mm-hmm. about the character. He's the guy that does magic and yeah
1: yeah
0: uh <laughs> but he also was in some of the crossover stuff for the cW after that show was canceled.
1: Mm-hmm. yes, uh, I remember him now. he was in one of the or probably
0: several. i wa- I'm trying to think who the actor is it's like Matt Ryan or something like that. But then, you know, Keanu Reeves also did a movie back in the day, which wasn't really defined as a DC movie, but it was the character. Yeah. Um, And then there was rumors of another movie sequel to that one. But it does seem like with the HBO Max series, they are, it was reported by Deadline, the character will be set as a young Londoner with a diverse lead. So it sounds like they're completely changing the character. They're not bringing back anybody. Yeah. Um, You
1: were correct. It was Matt Ryan.
0: Okay. Thank you. So, this is obviously based off the DC comic character, John Constantine, a British exorcist and occult detective who hunts the supernatural.
1: Is that what the Keanu Reeves movie was about? Because. Mm,
0: it, it was a very different take, I think. Okay. But yeah.
1: Because I never saw that because it looked too religious i I'm going to be honest.
0: Like, I didn't even know this character that well at the time that movie came out. Yeah. And so when I saw that movie, I didn't even know it was a DC thing.
1: Oh, yeah. That is also. My opinion. I, I like, whenever...
0: <laughs> I, too, have that opinion.
1: Whenever I saw the character on the Constantine CW show or whatever mm. as part of some of the other properties, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that's, a, that's a DC yeah. thing?
0: Well, I mean, I, who knows how long it's going to be until it's out. It looks like they're just early development of this. So. Yeah. Um, but it, it does show that they're really focusing on... The DC stuff on HBO now, right? Definitely. There's been a lot of announcements for shows that are going there. They've brought over other stuff. So it it's basically the hub, it seems, at this point.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they're focusing on fucking Harley Quinn.
0: Uh, yeah, I think we're getting season three. Yeah, yeah. For the cartoon. Yeah, we're getting one. The the adult I just, animation. I just
1: want it to happen sooner than later. Yeah, it's yeah. a great show. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, In the Marvel realm... They have officially regained the live action rights to Jessica Jones and Punisher. Uh, they now have all rights to the entire cast of the Defenders for the Netflix series of characters. Ah, oh, I see. All started with Daredevil back in 2015. They went, led into the Defenders in 2017, I think, and Punisher ended with the second season, I think. I think in 2019. Hmm. I feel like it was a lot longer than four years. Yeah. Hell, we didn't even finish.
1: Jessica Jones. Daredevil,
0: I don't think we ever watched season 3
1: Mm-mm.
0: Jessica Jones, we didn't watch season two.
1: Right.
0: Is there a season three of that?
1: I don't even remember.
0: Luke Cage, we didn't really watch. And I think I watched like one Iron episode. Fist, we didn't watch because no. we've heard such bad things about
1: it. Yes. Yeah.
0: The thing with Luke Cage is I wanted to watch it, but by the time I was ready to watch it, all that shit was being canceled. So yeah. I was like, I guess, should I bother?
1: Yeah, it got moved to the bottom of the priority list.
0: Yeah. And then I've never seen Defenders, obviously, because I didn't watch the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll catch up on them at some point. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't think. But I guess my question for you is, do you think we'll see an MCU version of these characters or the Defenders at any point? Would it be a Disney Plus thing? you think they'll get a movie? You're going to sprinkle them into other movies first?
1: I feel like... Um, Test the waters? Yeah, they have so many other properties going on. They've got to sprinkle them in to yeah. like, something else to just introduce the character and see if people like them.
0: There's you know always rumors that Charlie Cox is coming back to play the character of Daredevil. There's even been rumors that he's in, at the very least, one scene of the new Spider-Man film oh, as yeah. Daredevil. Or even just Peter Parker's lawyer. Yeah. Uh, we don't really know. Yeah. But those have been heavy rumors. Uh, So I I imagine they might pick and choose who they want to bring back. Yeah. Um, The Netflix show, they did reference things from the old MCU phases, but I don't feel like they really were truly connected.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like they were even one level removed further than, like, Agents of (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Yeah, they did feel like they were in their own realm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we'll see a direct bring over to the mcu but i think we will see them picking and choosing the best of what they had i
1: think they they will definitely use the characters again on disney plus Mm -hmm. but i i assume they're not going to use all the same actors
0: what disney does does really well is they or i guess i should say marvel is they take characters that people don't necessarily like or just don't know they like or don't aren't familiar with yeah and then they give them attention in a small dose within other movies and content until they become these bigger things. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Wanda, Vision.
1: Yeah. <laughs> True.
0: Um, and then they kind of grow them from there. And then they get their, their bigger debuts, right? Yeah. So I kind of would be okay with them doing that kind of a route with these characters. Which I'm sure they would do to just test to see who people care enough to see... Bigger roles and then kind of push them in that way. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely in the magic realm. So, yeah. We could definitely see them coming into the next phase or two. Absolutely. I think Punisher would be the only one that you wouldn't consider that realm. Yeah. And on the note of Disney Plus, Marvel Studios has announced a new docuseries called Marvel Studios Assembled.
1: Okay.
0: Basically, it's going to just be. The making of whatever property. Yeah. Sounds like it's kind of like they did with The Mandalorian, but it's going to be an episode is each property. Okay. Instead of a whole season of one property.
1: Do you think they will have retrospective things from the movies?
0: Maybe. To fill the time? Kind of like time in. Yeah. Like how it relates to what they've already done in relation to the show that they're currently with? or the, Is no. that what you talking about?
1: No, I'm saying, like, yes, they'll have a making of WandaVision. Oh,
0: you mean, like, like will there be one for Endgame? Yes. Will there be one like, for Infinity War? Like, will they go War? back and
1: say, here's all this stuff from the making of this film, since we're waiting for the end of the Falcon and Winter Soldier... Well, They'll have weeks in between.
0: Okay, well, they would probably have had to film all that stuff. I guess they would have all the footage. They could just yeah, film the narrations and exactly. interviews later. Yeah, they could. So they could easily do that. I hope
1: they do. That'd be cool. That
0: would be a lot of fun. And it would be an easy way for them to fill a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. while they wait for new new properties to, to, to release to then make those ones. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, but the first episode, as far as we know, is only the making of WandaVision obviously yeah it's gonna be on march 12th which i think is the week after the last episode of the series so
1: oh so that's to fill the week between
0: yep (laughs) exactly
1: i had to expect that
0: (laughs) assuming we're not getting that secret 10th episode that people are rumoring to Mm. happen yeah which could just be a back-to-back thing on the last
1: week i'd rather they do that yeah make it feel like a movie yeah I'll even charge myself yeah. 20 I'll charge myself for $20 for a drink so I can pretend I'm at the movie theater.
0: Yeah. I'll charge you 20 bucks for a drink.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> can you get me a glass of water? 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I just hope it's better than what we got with the what the fuck was it even called. Uh Oh. thing with the 5 minute
1: The Marvels Legends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Make it better than that. You know, I don't want to see a bunch of like Repeat footage of the movies and stuff like that. Should have half-assed. actual behind the scenes footage and yeah, stuff. Definitely, you know? yeah. Make it make it worth our time. Agreed. You know, make it more than five, seven minutes. Yeah. All right. Hell, I think the fucking credits for WandaVision are longer than those things.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Doctor Strange Two has cast. Is it cast? I guess it's not cast. Hired. Danny Elfman uh, for composing the second installment in the Doctor Strange franchise. Uh, Previously, he's worked with Sam Raimi on the first Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. Yes. So this makes a lot of fucking sense. Mm -hmm. It also kind of ties in that maybe this is going to be related to seeing some cameos with the Spider-Man film.
1: Yeah, he's also uh, attached to a lot of, properties with like kind of trippy creepy music mm-hmm. like Beetlejuice. Uh, and they
0: were they were aiming this you know, they 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 were describing this as like Marvel's first horror movie. It yeah. feels like it's changed a lot to so yeah. be more like what we were Usually getting, but... Yeah,
1: but at least it seems like it's going to be slightly on the darker tone. mm mm-hmm. um, If it's anything... If the music is anything like all the other properties that he's done.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's certainly a good composer. So, yes. I don't think we have to worry about the quality of it. Yes, definitely. I just think it says a lot of things about the connections to former properties with Sam Raimi.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe seeing them in the MCU. Yes. All right. Um... You're going to like this next story. Oh, yeah? We're out of the superhero realm now. But the next story, Dungeons and Dragons, the Paramount film, uh, has now cast Reggie Jean Page as a lead in the film.
1: Uh, I finally learned how to pronounce his name. Did
0: I say it wrong? Yes. I don't give a fuck. Okay. (laughs) Fight me, Reggie.
1: It's Reggae Jean. Reggae Jean. Like reggae, like the music. Yeah,
0: so he's just like some guy who listens to reggae. (laughs) Yeah. Named John.
1: Yeah. I didn't know how to fucking pronounce his name, but then I watched SNL and he was on it, so it worked gotcha. out. Yeah, I'm sure that most women will be pretty excited to hear about that. That'll get a lot more women to go mm-hmm. see Dungeons and Dragons yeah. than probably otherwise would have.
0: I too watched the SNL episode with you that yes. you pretended I wasn't there for.
1: I wasn't pretending.
0: Um and I will say, like, I didn't obviously didn't watch Bridgerton. Yeah. But he's very charming. Yes. I see why he is probably gonna blow up as a, a big Mm-hmm. person. In yeah, Hollywood. and he
1: didn't even take his shirt off, so. Uh, didn't he? On SNL?
0: Yeah, there was a scene where he had a shirt off, Uh-oh. I think. I must have missed it. Oh. Well, I certainly saw it. Oh, uh, okay. I think there I don't know. Maybe I made that up. Eh, Maybe whatever. I just assumed it happened. Eh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's joining the cast uh, with Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and Justice Smith, which we know from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. He was like the scrawny nerdy guy who was trapped in that bunker with the uh. carnivore. With the, I don't know why there was magma dropping down okay. inside the pipe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Um, and I think he was also in the Detective Pikachu movie.
1: Okay, got
0: so it. He's an up-and-coming actor. He's He's been funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I can't help but wonder if they're going for a... Jamunji feel with this movie, right? Yeah. Maybe? No. Maybe. Chris Pines very funny. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Red Reggae, Reggae
1: John. Reggae John?
0: Reggae John is really funny, mm-hmm. at least for the SNL stuff. At style. least from SNL, yeah. You know, I think the thing that really works for him is it it feels very natural for him. Mm-hmm. Like all of the skits he was in, like I feel like he was very professional, like yeah. he felt like he did that a lot. It wasn't yeah. just, like, something new to him.
1: Yeah, it was interesting to see him doing these silly skits and being completely good at it. Like,
0: he he read his lines perfectly yeah. fine. Like, yeah. he, he was able to, like, present them like yeah. he was actually in the skit. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, it didn't feel forced just so yeah. they had the host that they wanted. Right,
1: yeah. Sometimes it does. <laughs> so, good point.
2: Um, yeah,
1: you're right. I think that makes sense. They're getting a couple of bigger names and they want to have uh Comedy associated with the... Yeah.
0: Michelle Rodriguez, obviously. I don't. I wouldn't consider her a comedian mm. in her films, but...
1: Yeah.
0: You know, she's in a lot of things. Most yeah, prominently uh, Fast action and Furious. Action
1: movie, so maybe yeah. that makes sense, I guess, if there's going to be fight scenes and whatnot. Mm-hmm.
0: I kind of suspect they might go for a Jumanji feel for that yeah. movie. And talking about action, we got Black Widow coming up. Lawrence Pugh's going to be in that.
1: Yes, she sure but is. But that's
0: not the topic we're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah? So you're just trying to be just like fucking Disney, huh? Yep. Just tease the shit out of it?
0: Yep. (laughs) But she is apparently going to be in a murderous sex robot movie called Dolly.
1: What the fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is via the rap. It's described as a sci-fi courtroom drama about a billionaire murdered by his sex doll. How? Apple TV Plus acquired it in a bidding war according to the individual with knowledge of the project.
1: Is she the sex doll?
0: I I have to assume so. <laughs> I mean,
1: hopefully. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Coming from a non-biased,
1: uh huh, non-biased, huh?
0: <laughs> person. Yeah. Observing the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's based off a short story from Elizabeth Baer, where police are questioning if she is a murder weapon or a murderer. Interesting. This has a lot of vibes to me, like that um, Quibi show, I can't remember the name of, but oh, it had yeah the girl from... Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. You just know exactly what I'm talking about all I of a sudden. I do. <laughs> it
1: so, was...
0: Remember she like... What
1: was it called?
0: ...became friends with her, with boyfriend's, her boyfriend's sex doll. Up
1: doll or something weird. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: like they talked to her and stuff, yeah. whether it was real or not, I can't recall. I
1: can't remember the name of the show. But,
0: um... It feels like that kind of vibe. Like, it's yeah. going to be...
1: But maybe a little darker.
0: Well, yeah. I, but... What I'm think. saying is the doll's a, a Pinocchio thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, don't fucking lie. Yeah. Florence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Your nose will start growing. Hopefully it's just her nose.
0: Maybe it's her nips. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sex doll.
1: You're right. We don't know.
0: Good thing she's a woman. Because something else might be growing. Yeah. Alright. Daisy Ridley yeah. apparently would like to play Spider-Woman. This is via comic book. Uh, she was interviewed by USA Today, Soraya Wilson about Chaos Walking and really revealed she's unfamiliar with casting rumors about Spider-Woman when she was like, questioned about would you be interested in this character mm-hmm. or whatever. But she said she would love to play Spider-Woman. So it sounded like she could just be like, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. That another another big a,
0: franchise that I could get a bunch of money from? Of course from? I would sure. like that.
1: Why yeah, not? Of course.
0: Star Wars doesn't seem like it's really going in my favor, so.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and, and Soria Wilson also uh, reported on her Twitter uh, about Rian Johnson, who is known for Star Wars. Yes. The most controversial of them all. Yeah. He was, you know, obviously in talks to be doing a Star Wars trilogy that was announced. Mm-hmm. She said, yes, Ryan's Star Wars trilogy is still on. No dates or timelines because he has other projects going on, but it is happening. That is all I know about it.
1: In all caps.
0: Yes. <laughs> you okay. want to make sure people understood that. Yeah. It seems like she's getting a lot of questions about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, I think people were expecting this to be canceled and stuff because mm-hmm. I know other things were canceled. Yeah. The Game of Thrones people had one and then they canceled that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I think people just thought that this was as well. Cause yeah. it Been it has been pretty quiet, but it is not. It is still happening. I'm interested. Yeah. I
1: mean, I didn't hate the last ones like everybody else seems to. Like,
0: they weren't the greatest, yeah. especially the, the way they ended the series. But yeah, it, I had some whatever. I
1: had they could they could be better.
0: Yeah, we're not those diehard. But yeah. Know everything about the canon, so yeah. It's easier for it's easier for us to just whatever about it.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's I can I it's easier for me to just enjoy it as a movie and not worry about it.
0: But I get the passion and hatred for things. Yeah. That you really love. You know, Resident Evil Transformers, I get you know, yeah. I have those franchises that I have opinions about. Yeah. Where most people are like It what? was cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it transformed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They proved they were a transformer.
0: <laughs> All right. Well that's it for our news. Um
1: yeah, let's get into what we watched this week.
0: Okay. Here's how our rating system works.
1: If we hated something, we'll burn it.
0: If it was just okay or well, we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it.
1: If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're gonna dissect it.
0: And if all of us dissect it, we're, we're DTF. DTF. Nice. I feel like you're really impressed <laughs> with them lately.
1: Yeah. we we've gotten better. Yeah, we, we were. Really we had bad like at a couple point. really bad weeks. Yeah. We've gotten a lot better.
0: I feel like we were good for a while, and then we had guests on for one of our...
1: Uh, yeah, spoiler cast. Anatomy or, episodes. Yes.
0: And then we just completely butchered it. Butchered And our it. guests were just like, they probably thought that we were like, is it
1: your first but, day? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember
0: the first time I pretended I had a podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, first up this week, we checked out The Crew, which is a show on Netflix. It dropped February 15th. And it's a comedy series sitcom type situation about a crew of a NASCAR garage. Not something I expected to ever be watching. Yeah, but it, it <laughs> didn't
0: seem like anything I was going to care about. But I was like, you know, it's new. It has Kevin James. Mm-hmm. I think he's funny. Yeah. I love his stuff. I know yeah. people are all like, he's not funny. but No, he's funny. It's, yeah. They're wrong. <laughs> Paul Blart, whatever, Mall
1: Cop. Yeah. Those are good movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we just like randomly checked it out. We watched four of the ten episodes. Um, I'm sh- assuming we'll probably keep watching it here and there. It's a short, uh, short episode. It's like 30 minutes or so. Yeah,
0: like 25
1: ish yeah, yeah. so it's easy to just watch one here and there. Um, yeah, like you said, Kevin James is the main character. He plays Kevin Gibson, who's the crew chief. Um, Jillian Mueller is um, the new CEO of their racing company. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I recognized her, and I was like, who the fuck is she? I recognized her, and I couldn't figure it out. She was in that... Uh, it's It's not an actual porno, (laughs) but she was in that movie called Porno (laughs) on Shudder.
1: Yes. Um, And there's a few other random people that we've seen in other stuff. Um, Dan Adut is a character named Amir, and we know him from Cobra Kai. He was a noosh in that show. Um, Good to see
0: he's also another nobody lackey character. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who, who gets pushed around. Uh,
1: yeah, and then Kim Coates is in this as uh, one of the team's or the team's biggest sponsor, Rob. Um and he's Tig from Sons of Anarchy among many other roles, yeah, he's but that's been in many just things, a but... popular thing people know him from. So, there's a uh, few other random people in it.
0: And it's unclear if he's a recurring character or if he was just kind of a special guest type character.
1: Yeah, I can't. We're not sure yet if he's going to end up coming back or like yeah. or be on more episodes or not. But um yeah, so it's it's funny, it's silly, it's just interacting. And there's, I think there's stuff if you like NASCAR. There's probably more references that are.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that I feel like there's cameos from like NASCAR drivers that we yeah. just don't understand, but like I could tell yeah. that they're supposed to be yeah. somebody important because they'll be talking but to somebody. I don't get
1: it. Yeah, they'll be talking to somebody and they keep saying their full name, and it's like, oh, that's probably a race car driver or yeah. something, you know?
0: Yeah, they like to go left.
1: Yeah. <laughs> When they start saying "Hey Ricky Bobby," I'll know who they're talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's this entertaining, it's silly show to check out. Probably even I mean, funnier. The,
0: the comedy is obviously very on par with yeah. uh, what's the show, King of Queens. King of, the King of Queens, yeah. And even like the be Halloween, or the fuck it was, Hubby Halloween.
1: Hubby Halloween. Hubby
0: Halloween. Yeah. The Netflix movie. Like, yeah. obviously, he's like a part of the whole. Adam Sandler crew. I think he was even in the movie yeah, as a so. character. Yeah. Um, so it has that type of humor. It's yeah. very ridiculous, silly. Yeah. But it's a good time. Yeah. I I, I was I was hesitant because I don't give a shit about NASCAR. Yeah. But you don't really have to know you NASCAR don't have to, it's to still really funny. enjoy the the antics of the show.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to slice this one.
0: Yeah. I, I would have to say slice it as well. Yeah. It's...
1: I found it myself... got the job
0: done. I I have no big complaints. Yeah.
1: I found myself laughing more than I expected to. hmm Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Uh, next up, we checked out Clarice. This dropped uh, premiered on February 11th on CBS All Access. We finally got something that wasn't NCIS on there. This is a psychological horror crime drama series, as it's described. That's a lot of words. And it follows FBI agent Clarice Starling one year after the events of The Silence of the Lambs. Um, we, I think, mentioned this a couple weeks ago or whenever. Yeah, it was yeah. like, I
0: think they had heavy advertising for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is the first I knew of the show.
1: Yeah. Um, we've got Rebecca Breeds is the main character. She plays Clarice Starling. Uh, and a few other people that we have seen in other properties, like Cal Penn is in it, which we haven't seen him in a little while. Which one was he? Kumar. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From Harold and Kumar, yes. for anyone who's that, listening. You... I know yeah. exactly what
0: you're talking about. <laughs> that's his real name. Yeah, Kumar. It's Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> if he goes by um, anything else, he's a fucking liar. Yeah,
1: I hadn't seen him in a while and we we're like and you pointed him out and I was like, Oh fuck yeah, that's him. Yeah. Cool. So uh yeah, this is interesting. It she she's part of like a behavioral analysis unit or something, which is usually like not in the field or something, as far as I can tell. And then she gets recruited or mm. strongly encouraged to join this group that's in the field Mm -hmm. to track a a possible serial killer and some other shit goes down.
0: Yeah. The thing with this show is I'm interested. I'm probably going to continue watching it, but it feels forced Mm. for the story. Uh, I was in the... uh, For some reason, I was in the impression it was a prequel Mm. to Silence of the Lambs, but... It takes place after. It's a sequel. Yes. It's like directly after. It feels like mm-hmm. um, first episode really heavy on the focus of her mental stability. Mm-hmm. You know, coping with what she went through. Yes. Uh, whether she's able to be on, you know, be out in the field, or yes. if she needs more time to to get her shit back in order and, yes. and push through it. Yes. Some weird thing happens. The thing that bothers me is they they tie it too much into that story by the girl that that was saved in that film is the daughter of this the, politician the
1: attorney general yeah
0: oh, was attorney general yeah. sorry uh and so now the that woman is pulling the strings of getting her into this other group to do these
1: mm-hmm. other
0: crime investigations that whether or not she's ready to be in the field yeah and it, so it, it it feels a little like do we need this extra like emphasis on she's from silence of the lamb
1: yeah, I feel like they are heavily leaning on the sounds of the Lamb stuff.
0: It's like they need it to yeah, get people to watch this. Like
1: everything that happens there's some kind of reference to it mm. and so you see a flashback in her head and like blah, the blah, whole blah. first
0: episode is plenty of stuff about Buffalo Bill yes. and like it's like they just really want to emphasize it so you know who this character is. Yeah. I feel like they're giving her too much Backstory uh, and hurdles to have to overcome. We're getting her struggle with dealing with the whole events of that movie. Yeah. But then we're also getting her having these emotional problems with dealing with something that happened in her past as a child as with, a child, with yeah. her family, her dad, or her yeah. brother, or something. And it's just like
1: pick a problem, pick
0: one. We don't <laughs> yeah. need all of these, you know? Yeah. It just reminded me a lot of the flight attendant, mm-hmm. that HBO Max there was show. Too many problems, where, why yeah, and it was like, and the problems were very similar. It yes. felt like. So yeah. I think not idea, that I think they're copying it. It just it felt like this is just pick a lane.
1: As a non-psychologist, I can only assume there's some kind of correlation between going through a traumatic experience and bringing up past childhood trauma and then you having to deal with both of them at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. As somebody with trauma. <laughs> And a lot of problems I haven't dealt with. Yeah, um, I could say like, I get it, but
1: <laughs> I don't want to Leave hear me alone. It. Yeah, <laughs> just leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling that this will really be better in the later episodes. Um, I can only see five episodes for this show that are posted. I feel like that's a weird number. So there's got to be more than interesting. That. I feel like that's not correct.
0: Well, the first episode, they kind of made it feel like it was going to have this overall arc of some other bigger thing going on. Yeah. But then each episode's going to have, like, the crime or issue of the day. Right. That she has to deal with.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, because, like, episode two was completely different than the the plot of episode one. Yeah. It felt, you know, it, obviously it's on CBS. It felt very cbs yeah, with you know, very cookie cutter group of criminal investigators, and mm-hmm. each one has their role, and they work together to solve a crime. Yeah, and, and- you have
1: the like stodgy boss who doesn't like change. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: yeah, he refuses to get change when he when he buys something.
1: Yeah, and doesn't. He trust only anyone. uses credit
0: cards. Yeah, and and debit cards. He doesn't use cash.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it so far, though. I'm gonna say it's a test it. I'm I'm gonna keep watching because I, I feel like it can get better and it probably will but mm-hmm. for now it's just to test it.
0: Yeah I, I would have to be in the same boat as you. Test it. I really I will continue it especially if there's only five episodes. Yeah. But that could just be that's all they have. I feel like this is all they have filmed, right now. maybe. Maybe they're gonna have to take a little bit of a break before they get the rest of the show up. Yeah. Because it's CBS they have usually a lot of episodes don't they? Yeah.
1: Yeah. For their shows. Yeah. Something I do kind Unless of. Unless
0: it's like a test run on the series. I don't know.
1: Something I'm kind of curious to do is to go back and watch Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Because then I some I feel like it's been so long and I'm not even 100% sure if I've seen that whole movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder if going back and watching that again would make me understand this better.
0: There were things where I was like, did I just not catch that in the movie? I am curious if the, the girl that she saves does have this backstory that we get in this show. Yeah. And we just... It was a a throwaway line or something. Yeah. You know, maybe it is more relevant than we think it is. Yeah. But even then, there's a whole thing with that where she's in communication with that girl and then that girl is, like, this complete selfish bitch, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know she's a victim, but... Yeah,
1: but she has, like... Like,
0: she has this whole, like, mentality that, like, you have to pay attention to me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But, like, the last thing you would want to do as the survivor of some kind of trauma is interact with the other people that were involved right. in that trauma. You right. Wanna, like, move, you don't want to like, reminding past
0: yourself it. of it every day.
1: Mhm.
0: So there, there's a lot of like backstory with all that stuff that they they're getting into and I'm sure it's going to expand and get worse. Yeah. as the series goes, but Yeah. And by worse I mean for the character, not. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, I think it's enjoyable enough that I'll, I'll continue it, but...
1: Yeah, I would recommend that people watch it because I think it's entertaining, but I don't... I'm not quite ready for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure if it's good yet. All right. All right, next up, we checked out Fake Famous, which is a documentary that dropped on February 2nd on HBO Max. It follows an actress, a fashion designer, and a real estate assistant who became part of, like, an experiment to become social media influencers using fake followers, bots, etc., this is kind of a quick one, but it was really entertaining and interesting to watch and upsetting.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I agree with the upsetting part. Uh, so the whole premise is that the filmmaker was an advocate for social media in the uh, benefits it's going to have for society. That was the whole intro for the, the director of this, right? Oh, okay. The guy who's dealing with these three contestants. Yeah. yeah. I call them contestants, yeah. but I guess they aren't really They were that.
1: part of an experiment, yeah.
0: Well, that's even weak of a statement to me. But oh,
1: okay.
0: I'll get into that. But that was an interesting backstory where he was actually for social media and the benefits it has. And mm-hmm. then now he's making this because he's realizing that there's a lot of problems. You know, it's implications of what could be the downside to social media. Yes. And he's trying to show that through this. Yes. That's kind of the point of his experiment. So what they, how, how many people did they say they interviewed that, like we're trying to get it as their, their picks for this? Like oh, 150 I remember, or something. I it was a lot. Yeah. It seemed like they were all pretty much out of LA. Yeah. And then they picked the three based off like their, basically their differences and how mm-hmm. they thought that they were going to show or highlight whatever the different, you know, diverse backgrounds and stuff. Yeah. The thing that bothered me was the way he, the idea was it was supposed to be a social experiment, but like he didn't seem to, he kept them in the loop of what was going on, which is not at all a social experiment thing. You would not let them know what's happening. That's the whole point. You're taking away the, you're making too many variables. You're giving them an independent thought to change what's going on. You're not getting a true reaction to the experiment by doing so.
1: Yeah, I guess I see what you mean. What you mean, but in my mind, the experiment was on the rest of the the other followers, the the real followers. I thought that was what it was.
0: of so there are real followers. Yeah. And so that the that was the biggest thing to me about this was this opened up my eyes that social media has a black market. Yes. an entire black market which i knew existed but yeah. like i didn't underst- i guess i didn't really think about how prominent it is yeah so basically he was buying followers for these people mm-hmm. he was buying likes for these people
2: mm-hmm.
0: comments for these people
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it kind of dove into this whole other aspect that these developers of these social media apps don't care uh, like they pretend like they do, but they don't really care Yeah. because all it does is make their app more profitable yeah. by having what looks like more people on it.
1: More users, more interactions, the, more the, potential the, ad in it sales. It
0: brings the stock price or yeah. whatever value up exactly. on their company.
1: Yeah, so there's no incentive for them to stop people from using these bots and yeah. fake things because it's all it is doing is helping their service. Yeah. M- Money-wise, anyway. Yeah.
0: The part that really drew me in was the the way that they manipulated, you know, a picture or a scenario that they were in. You know, there was a a photo shoot where one of the contestants was in a private jet. It was literally a section of a jet, probably even a fake part. It was probably just made. It probably wasn't even a real section of a jet. Yeah. That was in a studio with lighting. Yeah. To look like he was in a private jet.
1: Yeah. And they just
0: take their pictures for like an hour.
1: Yeah. My favorite part was the toilet seat used as an airplane window. Yes.
0: (laughs) With a green screen or whatever. Yeah, green screen or. Not a green screen. screen. It was a a television with a blue vibrant sky in the background. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was interesting that, how would you not catch that that was fake? Because the lighting was hitting her face in the front.
1: Yeah. People don't catch it like that. Because who's gonna catch it? Your fake followers.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, so they had two guys and one woman. Yes, the um, woman was
1: the actress. Uh, one guy was a, a designer of some kind, a mm-hmm. fashion designer or an aspiring fashion designer, mm-hmm. and the other guy was an assistant to a real estate broker or agent.
0: Yeah. All of which wanted to become famous Yeah, or or in their own reasons or or goals. Yeah,
1: they wanted to be internet famous or whatever, influencers. Yeah. But I also feel like um, maybe they weren't aware of the whole bot situation prior to signing on to the project Mm -hmm. because the reaction that some of them had was not positive to it.
0: Yeah, well, like the two guys were essentially, I don't really feel like doing this anymore. Yeah. The one guy was like, I want my followers to be true people. Like, yeah. I don't I don't want fake followers.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, he was standing behind, you know, a principle.
1: Yeah, he was like, I want them to like me for me.
0: Yeah, which okay. is great. But, mm-hmm. I guess what bothered me was, that's not what you signed on for, though. So, you kind of have to go through <laughs> with this for what the fuck you're supposed to do. Because now we're not getting the true results of what it was supposed to do. Right. Because you're not following the rules. Yeah. Which... Again, you shouldn't even have been told the rules to begin with. Yeah. It should have just happened.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't think... This is my theory. I think the reason that this experiment kind of failed, in my opinion, is that maybe they didn't tell them up front what was going to be involved. And then after they were already signed on, Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And they're like, ooh, I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. And he didn't really enforce it. He he was like, oh, okay, cool.
1: Okay, bye. And then, you
0: know, the other guy was like... He seemed like he was really paranoid and stuff. He was yeah. like, you know, uh, I don't want the attention that I'm getting. I'm worried that people are catching on, that they're bots. And yeah. he basically turned his thing off for months, yeah, I think Yeah, he like was. turned off social or media. Or weeks at the very or least. Or made it
1: private or something. And then he was like, getting messages from somebody from back home and then turned out. Just like
0: a message. A,
1: like a couple of messages, not that many, mm-hmm. that were like, it was like somebody was like, yeah, I'm just concerned about you, blah, blah, blah. Like no big deal, at least from what we can see. It felt like there's a guy genuinely
0: concerned about him. Yeah,
1: and then they called it, like, harassing and, like, he... Yeah, it was very overly dramatic
0: reaction to what happened.
1: He was just... It seemed like this other person was just trying to, like, literally just check on him to make sure he wasn't, like... Yeah. I don't know. Going nuts. So,
0: really, the only one that showed any real results to what was intended was... The woman, Yeah. Um,
1: Because she followed all of these stuff.
0: Yeah. And so here's the thing that bothers me is she was the only one that was really successful. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a point where she started, she didn't have to pretend that she was worth getting free shit. Because at the beginning, that's what they were doing. They were asking for stuff. Yeah. But then it got to the point where she was just constantly getting shit in the mail. Uh, And there was even a point where I felt like she was starting to like be obsessed with the like lifestyle Mm. not like obsessed like i need this but like i guess obsessed is not the right word i guess just sucked into it like this is just how like my life is now Mm -hmm. like it when she would get shit it wasn't like exciting it was just like oh another thing yeah it's like she even had a line where she's like oh i got this diamond necklace or whatever and i should post it on social media but i'm just gonna open it and
1: yeah I didn't get the same vibe from that, because I felt like she was talking, it was during the pandemic, and she was mm-hmm. like, I don't really feel like it's appropriate for me yeah, to Yeah, that was this, her argument. Which I totally understand, so I but, didn't get the same vibe from her as you did. Which,
0: that was a really interesting part of it, though, I will say, mm-hmm. is the idea that they said, you know, this pandemic happened yeah. in the middle of all of this, yeah. and the only thing that really gave away that this shit's all fake yeah. was the fact that all of these Influencers on Mm -hmm. social media were still supposedly traveling and still in these luxurious situations, yeah. Yeah. When there's no flights, there's no traveling, people aren't going places, yeah. But supposedly, these people are all in these places, yeah. And they even had like you know interviews with some people that were just like, uh, yeah, I am known for my traveling around New York and I lived in LA for two years, oh, yeah, while still doing it, yeah. And that one
1: was interesting. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: And it just, now it has me, like, so focused on what is real on social media now. Like, is it, it's just a lifestyle to, like, get free shit, essentially. Yeah. As an influencer. You know, they really, yeah. they really focused on exposing what is an influencer. You know, there's different, you know, tiers and. Yeah. Uh, whatever definitions like of what an influencer.
1: influencer and, yeah. I got, like, a
0: hundred and, like twenty I think something ish like that on Instagram. That's like yeah. the best I have, right? Yeah. And they're calling these micro influencers, influencers like people with like five to like ten thousand followers. I'm like, are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I'm an I'm nothing then. Yeah. So um but it is interesting that that to see how people are getting free shit, you know, there was like a whole thing too where they were manipulating a gym by saying they took a picture at a gym and they mm-hmm. go, oh, see, I got this free
1: free session, or session at yeah. this gym. Yeah.
0: You want to compete or, you know, you want to yeah. match that and give yeah. me one at yours. And basically yeah. just to get another free session.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, like things like that where I'm, I I would never have thought to do this. Yeah. And then it brings up the whole question of like, well, if all these like are fake followers and stuff and comments and likes that you're getting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: wouldn't when these companies find that out, wouldn't they just would there be legal action in that? Because you falsely advertise yourself as having something you don't have.
1: Yeah, but like the guy that was running the study even said, he he was like, they have these services where you can pay to find out the legitimacy of someone's followers. And so he ran it on somebody's account, one of the people, and Mm. it came back where like such and such percentage, which was like a really high percentage of users, were legitimate and not fake users and he was like i don't think that's true like based on the number of paid bots he had purchased he was like so either that means this algorithm is broken too or it doesn't really serve them to give you the correct answer because who fucking cares
0: yeah i mean yeah he basically said or the the test that they do to see whether you have fake followers mm. is also broken. Yeah, or, either or, the or test also is also fake. Yeah, I should either say. the
1: test is broken or the service that you're paying for is a scam. Yeah,
0: also yeah. a scam.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is which really is f- one
0: of the things you would never know. Yeah, because you're you're relying on the faith that they are telling the truth about yeah. their service. You
1: would have to. You re- don't have
0: that kind of technology. You don't right. have that kind of information. You don't know. Yeah. So. It's interesting. I like, think
1: he had a unique position in which he could say, I know for sure that number is not correct because I have this yeah. other app that I've purchased bots on and it mm-hmm. has a number that's this number out of this number is a much higher percentage than yeah. that service is giving me. So that was pretty fucking crazy.
0: I liked it for the concept of what it was supposed to be, but I feel like the execution was, was poor. I wish there was more focus on all three and not, it felt like it was more just about the one. And I get that because she was the only one that really truly participated. Yeah.
1: I feel like they needed to have people sign a thing that said, we're gonna follow this through to the end mm-hmm. But they didn't think about that. Or they needed to have more people in the beginning so that when two people drop off it's yeah, it sounds Yeah, it did seem thing. like they
0: only picked three.
1: It was a nice pilot project, but I think they need to do it again with more people.
0: It was just a half-cooked idea, I think, yeah. as far as
1: yeah
0: uh, the, the experiment itself. Yeah, um, but I mean, it did give results on the one person. Yeah. Um and it was interesting what like they, you know, came to find out about just in general the experience, but I do feel like there was a lot more they could have gone into. Yeah. So I I liked it enough that I would say it's it's a test Like it, it, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's anything you have to like really rush to go see. Interesting part to me was obviously how fake social media is. Yes. Which I guess I probably should have just known that. But yeah. to actually see examples of what is truly fake it just blows my mind you know like i'm always seeing comments they, they clearly look like they're sex bot type mm-hmm. things that are just yeah. always on like every comment and like i guess i just assumed they were just actual people who were just trying to promote themselves through a fucking comment but yeah. it seemed like they might just be bots
1: yeah they might just be literally bots um uh, i'm gonna slice this one because i think everyone should watch it and be aware of how fake social media is almost always mm-hmm. I hate it, and I wish this kind of shit was illegal, but it's not. So everybody that was needs to know it is, exists.
0: It, it felt like some of the stuff should be illegal. The, like, the whole fact that you can buy success, essentially. Yeah. Like, I was like, that should be illegal. That this You can do this.
1: Life microtransactions.
0: Life road transactions. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess I wish there was more of that problem and the implications that it has for society going forward.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because
0: I do feel like it's kind of turning society into a a, a giant high school popularity of drama, contest. a popularity contest of drama. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. People are getting dependent on feeling like they're important.
1: Yeah.
0: Not to say people aren't important, but like it's an addiction. I yeah. feel like at this yeah. point. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. That
0: you need that satisfaction of somebody liked my picture. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth checking out. That was HBO Max.
1: Yes. Um, And finally, we watched a movie called Irresistible. It came out originally in June of last year. Um, Premium video on demand and select theaters for anybody who actually had theaters open. Um, It came to Prime and Hulu February 6th of this year. Um, It's a political comedy satire written and directed by Jon Stewart, where a Democratic political strategist tries to help a local candidate win an election in a right-wing Republican town. It takes place shortly after the 2016 presidential election. Steve Carell is Gary Zimmer, or DC Gary, as he's known in the, in the movie. Yeah. Um, and Rose Byrne is Faith Brewster, who's kind of like his um, counterpart, but like enemy at the same time. His like opposite party political, yeah, in the political
0: realm. Yes. yes.
1: Um, and then Chris Cooper plays Marine Colonel Jack Hastings, who is the um, uh, rep- the guy in the Republican town who's r- running for mayor. And Mackenzie Davis, who I did wasn't expecting, was in this, and she played uh, Diana Hastings, who was the colonel's daughter. Yeah,
0: I didn't know. I, half of the people in this movie, I didn't know were in this movie.
1: Yeah, and then we had a couple, like, small roles by Topher Grace and Natasha Lyon. Um, or Leon. I don't know how to say that exactly. But, um, yeah, there's some bigger-name people that were in this, and we, hadn't, we weren't expecting it. I thought this was really entertaining. It was really just an interesting... Um, it was a comedy about mm-hmm. basically two worlds interacting and about um, using the system against the system.
0: Yeah. I thought it was, in my head, for some reason, it was like, what's that movie with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis? Oh, yeah. The Candidate or whatever it's yeah, called. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be more like that kind of thing. Like uh-huh. they were they were the ones in the election right. against I thought, each other. I thought so, That's too. That's what I thought this was. It was going to be like more like of a silly comedy yeah this was more of a intricate i don't want to say like dark comedy but like it it exposed a lot of questionable moral and ethical things within the The, structure of politics yes um, on both sides in a a humorous way yes Yes. Uh, yeah both sides yeah to be very clear yes yeah um and I guess you should expect that it's yeah. John Stewart, right? Yeah. The Daily Show, like everything about this was like screaming John Stewart. Yes, absolutely. Um, the comedy was there; it was great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the thing that I found interesting was Steve Carell's character. I just, I, in my head, I guess he was like the good guy, but mm-hmm. like throughout the film, I kept bouncing back. Like, is he the? Is he the piece of is shit? He a is dick? he? Is I can't he a tell. Good guy, like <laughs> yeah. You can't really tell like the motives of some of these people. Yes. Uh, or you. You think you know them, but they just keep shifting. Mm -hmm. And I think it had a great message by the end of the film.
1: Yes, Uh,
0: it definitely shifted from what I thought the ending was going to be. I
1: had not even an inkling of a thought of what actually happened. It was a
0: very interesting, clever ending. I think that I did not expect. I very much enjoyed enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. That said, if you you know are very passionate about your political view, there might be things that could offend you or just.
1: Yeah, but you
0: don't agree with, but uh, that
1: you just being, need to take it
0: lightly for what it is.
1: Yeah, that being said, I feel like the end goal of this movie or the end message of this movie doesn't really have to do with your political view. It has to Not do with all. using the broken political system or the broken pieces of the political system and or exposing them. Yes. Yeah. Exposing them is a better way to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Agree.
0: I would say, for me, this was... It was a dissected. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, you know, it is themed after politics, so yeah. I was a little like, eh, am I going to like this? Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I felt like I cared about most of the characters. Yeah. Even some of, like, the subplot, you know, background characters that were just there for comedic timing or value. Yes. Yeah. Some of them re- really added to the context of the film.
1: Yeah, I agree. I also am going to dissect it. And while it is themed after politics, like you say, I wouldn't call it a political movie. So I think it's more mm-hmm. of a comedy, yeah. darkish comedy. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm. Well, I think they're this...
0: calling it a political comedy. Yes. I don't know if that's a, an official it's... genre, but. No,
1: Yeah, they're calling it a political because <laughs> that's what they're it's literally it, yeah. about politics, but yeah. it's not really, really about politics. It's just they're there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it looks like we're DTF.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Yeah. Woohoo.
0: <laughs> but not for politics.
1: Not for politics. <laughs> all right. For
0: Steve Carell and Jon Stewart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. If, you're still listening, that's great. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to check out our Twitter at DTFPod, our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or send us an email directly at dtfpod at gmail.com. And uh, rate, review, subscribe. Do all those things. And if you're interested in gaming, continue on listening for the rest of the show. Also, don't forget, if you want to hear our in-depth uh, discussion about WandaVision Episode 7, that is coming up right after the gaming section. So, either keep listening or skip ahead.
0: Alright, well let's just jump right into it. Yes. Just like Xbox with their marketing in the yeah. early 2000s. Jump in.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, new releases in gaming this week. PlayStation has Persona 5 Strikers. is coming out February 23rd.
0: Yeah, that's just like a spin-off to the Persona 5 game, mm-hmm. which is an RPG. Yeah. Japanese RPG. Yeah. It's a very popular game. Yeah. I have yet to play it. It's on the playstation plus collection though right um so i'll check that out and then maybe i'll be interested in strikers at some point i think it's yeah. a fighting game Okay. but i'm not quite sure myself
1: okay uh so. and then on switch february 25th we have ghosts and goblins resurrection and bravely default 2
0: and if i'm correct isn't ghosts and goblins the one that they have the original game for free on yes, switch right now that is up until one. this exact date the 25th
1: yes so, so he, anyone
0: interested go fucking get that
1: yeah before they... Um,
0: I'm a game hoarder, whether I play them or not, so <laughs> I will for sure be downloading it. Yeah. Even if I never touch it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but
0: I also, like, download games yeah. that are on PlayStation Plus and Xbox yeah. Live and stuff that I already own, so yeah, that's just my addiction.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, for multi-platform, February 26th, we have Retro Mania Wrestling on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean that's probably one I don't care the hoard but
1: yeah
0: <laughs> there for anybody who has either of those yep <laughs> all right um they did announce this is just like a new reveal fall guys is officially coming to Xbox series X and s as well as Xbox one sometime in the summer
2: okay
0: uh, this is a game that it's it's Isn't the free it a mobile to play it might be mobile as well it's okay. free to play it's on PlayStation 4 and okay. 5. Uh, probably PC. I don't actually know. Okay. But it's basically a battle royale type game, but instead of being like fighting each other, you are competing in like these uh, American ninja type. I don't know what you call them.
1: Courses. Courses. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> it's like physics based, kind of. Yeah,
0: like you do these little okay. like mascot characters, yeah. and basically you have to like run through and jump. That's basically all you do. Yeah. Um I think there's like other things where you can't play defense and stuff but like the idea is to knock everybody else off of the course. Oh right. While you're trying to get to first place. So basically what happens is there's multiple courses that you do and so you have to be top 30 people in the first one, top 10 or something in the second and then like the the top one. Yeah. <laughs> at the end it, yeah. it it basically you're eliminated as you go in each course. And they have other versions that are like team based and all that stuff. I played a little bit when it first came out on PlayStation four, but it eh, it was it was fun for it It's heavy in the microtransactions. They want you to buy a bunch mm, of things okay. and the the leveling up to get the points to get those things is pretty extreme. It looked like, so I think they want you to go buy the stuff, which okay. I'm not going to do. Gotcha, so it seems to be popular, but it wasn't really for me, yeah. Nintendo did have a direct on the 17th, I believe it was, so they had some pretty big reveals. I just want to go through some of that stuff. Pyra from Xenoblade Chronicles, it's a character, uh, she's joining Smash Brothers, apparently, and that was a big deal. I even found out that because of that announcement, Amazon sold out of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles
2: okay. online okay. like to buy
0: it, because all right. people all went out and got that game for yeah. it. Fall Guys is also coming to Switch, apparently, so okay. that's coming later in 2021, so... Maybe not the summer then. Yeah. Um, Legend of Mana is getting a HD remaster releasing on June 24th. That's an older RPG game. Okay. So I'm I'm kind of excited for that one. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush was announced. I don't know if there was a release date for that game, but that's just what you're expecting. Yeah. Playing golf as the Mario characters. Yeah. I had a game on GameCube that was the Mario Golf franchise, and I enjoyed that one, but that's all I ever really played.
1: No, oh, talk to me whenever you have like Mario as the cat, like chasing the ball. That's more interesting.
0: So like Mar- Super Mario World or whatever we have now. Yeah,
1: yeah. With the, in currently that we playing. The cat, the we cat playing. body situation. Yeah. Have that cat like at the end, at the, near the hole, like oh, chasing it. Yeah. And
0: it's like that's like defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's competitive.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's competitive golf. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. No, I I did enjoy Mario Golf. I don't only really give a shit about golf, but. <laughs> They do it in a way that you enjoy the game. Okay. I'll probably check it out at some I'll point. take your word for it. Yeah. Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting Mario-themed content for 35th anniversary of Mario. Cool. So Ninja Gaiden Sigma Trilogy was announced uh, for the Switch, and it's going to come out on June 10th. Mm-hmm. Those are really fucking hard games, but fun. Uh, Hyrule Warriors, which is that?
1: The game that we own.
0: Yeah. That <laughs> got it from my brother for Christmas. Yeah. He's like, oh, I already bought this. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we own this now. I
1: guess we own that now, yeah.
0: Um, that's going to get a $20 expansion pass available on May 28th. And it's going to have stuff throughout June and November with, like, extra content.
2: Hmm. Nice.
0: Uh, Skyward Sword HD was announced, which is one of the Zelda games mm-hmm. uh, over on the Wii. I believe it was the Wii. It introduced the, the Remote Plus adapter. Mm-hmm. It's going to have the motion controls as well as button only controls for people who want one or the other.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, it's going to be available on July 16th for $60, which has become a big controversial aspect to the game. Why? Nintendo always releases their game for $60. You know, we saw Mario 3D All Stars, which was three different games from the 64 era. I guess also GameCube for. $60. Oh, right, right. I remember
1: that. Which
0: I thought was kind of expensive for what it was. Now you're getting just one game for the same price tag. Um, so it's caught a lot of debate whether Nintendo can justify $60 for a game that's 10 years old plus with no real changes to it. Right. No significant changes. Yeah. I'm excited for this. I will, I mean, it is a lot of money, but I will probably pay it because I did not get to play this one specifically. Right. I didn't have a Wii. Didn't have a Wii U. Mm -hmm. So I know they put on Wii U later on. I didn't have either of those, so I didn't get to play it. So.
1: We never bought this for Wii?
0: I feel like we might have bought it for pre-owned for the Wii, but I never played it. Okay. (laughs) I will go look now in my collection. Again, I'm a video game hoarder. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm probably going to buy it. I'm yeah. going to be honest. It, yeah. I know it's probably not the greatest price tag, but for me, it's worth it because I have not played it. Yeah. Uh, and then last, Splatoon 3 was announced for a 2022 release.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't care. I, <laughs> I bought Splatoon 2 on Switch when it first came out, and I was like, yeah, this is fine, I guess. It's very child-ish.
1: That's the one where it like, spits paint out so. everywhere? Yeah. But, okay. It's,
0: it's like Team Deathmatch for... For not, children. Not killing each other.
1: Team paintball deathmatch? Yeah,
0: team paint match. <laughs> Alright, um, another big announcement, which was initially a leak. This is not related to Nintendo Switch. This is a completely different thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War had a leak about a Zombies Outbreak map that was going to be released. Oh, yeah? Um, so, it turns out this is all related to the Season 2 DLC coming out on the 25th. Uh, Eventually, Activision just released the trailer and the news about this. So what it is, is launching on the 25th of February. They're going to add four new operators, six new weapons, four multiplayer maps to just traditional multiplayer. Also with new modes. This is going to include a remake of Havana. And a small daytime version of Miami because I guess people were complaining about the darkness in the map and it was hard to find people. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: As well as the size of the map being too big. Okay. I don't get what the complaint was. Maybe because I kicked people's asses in it and it didn't bother me. Yeah. So get on my level, you know? Yeah. Uh, They are also adding new prestige levels, new Warzone points of interest, which I guess means they're going to change up some of the areas on the map for Warzone. Mm -hmm. Unless they're just a completely new map. I don't know. But the biggest announcement was the zombies, like I established. It's called Outbreak. It's going to be an open world zombies mode with four player co-op. Basically, it's a Warzone size map with zombie style gameplay. Still four player co-op and...
1: Okay.
0: I don't think it's going to have a Warzone battle each other type aspect. But I kind of hope they have something like that at some point.
1: Yeah. You want a combination of Warzone and zombies?
0: Yeah. They did do that as, like, a a Halloween October theme
1: Uh
0: last year, but it was more of a respawn thing, kind of like the smaller map they do now. Yeah. But I would like a more traditional experience to Warzone with zombies in it. So, like, maybe when people die, they become zombies. And then now you're just zombies on the map the entire time, constantly trying to kill people who are left, but you never come back as a person.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: That would be fun, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's really it for the Call of Duty Black Ops Season 2 news. For I, I'm excited. It comes out in a few days. I, I'm fucking excited. Yeah. I, I'm going to piss you off, I know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Talking about it and stuff. Yeah. All right. A couple of smaller quickies. Uh, blooper Team teases a survival horror IP return. In an interview with GamesIndustry.biz, Blooper Team said it's working on another horror IP with a very famous publisher. Uh, speculation is that Bluebird Team is working on Silent Hill or some form of a project for Silent Hill.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: Video Game Chronicles also source, uh, that the t- publication, Konami, has already outsourced a Silent Hill project to a prominent Japanese developer and that it will be revealed sometime in the summer. So, these two stories are kind of combining for people to be like, it's fucking Silent Hill. Yeah. And I believe Blooper Team, if I'm correct, is the one that just came out with the medium we talked about. Oh, yeah. But we, I mean I.
1: Yeah, I was there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. You were. Yeah. All right. Uh, last, Microsoft is creating a new wave of backwards compatibility for Xbox Series X and S. Uh, they, they got criticism over not having the backwards compatibility for next gen, which was because of the tech. They It, it wouldn't work because of... Yeah. they being completely different tech. Yeah. Um, but they announced this thing called FPS Boost. It's an enhancement system for backwards compatibility games on Xbox Series X and S that can double or even sometimes quadruple frame rates. Hmm. Uh, so far, they only have five games that you can use the backwards compatibility on. It's Far Cry 4, New Super Lucky's Tale, which is a child game on, I believe it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sniper Elite 4, also might be on Game Pass actually, UFC 4, and Watch Dogs. Five very completely different fucking games.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I, I don't necessarily have any passion for any of these titles, but I will probably try them out if they are available through Game Pass or Gold or whatever the not pay structure is.
1: Right. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Alright, well that's I mean that's basically it for the news. It was a smaller week with um, that stuff, but Nintendo had some stuff and Call of Duty had some stuff.
1: Alright, and uh, I played a game called Call of the Sea. Uh, it came out on December 8th of last year on Windows, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S. Um, and I don't know when it came to Game Pass, but fairly, like, I think when it mm. released. Um, it was developed by Out of the Blue and published by Raw Fury. It is a first-person, single-player adventure-slash-puzzle game that is set in the 1930s. It's not something I would normally play. This is definitely uh, different than what I've been playing lately. Mm
0: -hmm. Kind of sounds like a Bioshock-type game. I know you have no clue what that means, I do
1: actually have a clue what that means, because I played, like, a demo once.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um... But it's nothing like Bioshock. <laughs> okay. Um, you play as a woman who receives a mysterious package from Tahiti and then travels to an Tahiti. island. Tahiti? Yeah. Not,
0: Is this part of, it's
1: not part of Agents, of, Agents Shield? of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. Uh, but that, of course that's what I was thinking too. Um, and then she travels to an island in the South Pacific in search of her husband who was searching for a cure for her illness. Um, she's got some kind of mysterious illness. Mm,
0: interesting, interesting. Um,
1: I finished the game. I got 15 out of 34 achievements without doing any research on what the achievements were. Gotcha. Um, so if you.
0: So that's failing. You got yes. less than 50%. Yes. You got an F on achievements.
1: Yeah. Yes. But I don't have any passion to go back and get more of them. I'm mm. usually fair. I f- feel completionist about something.
0: It's it seems like it's a story driven game, not yes. so much uh, gameplay. Yeah. So that tells me that they're probably gonna be based around playing the game multiple
1: times. Yeah, and for I'm, the not, achievements. I'm not interested in that. Okay. Um <laughs> Uh most of the remaining are quote unquote secret achievements, as mm. you yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm not gonna go back and give a shit about those. I've already decided. I've already uninstalled the game, I'm over it. Um, I didn't I didn't dislike it per se. I enjoyed it enough to finish the game. Uh-huh. But like I called the fucking story immediately. Like I knew what was going on.
0: How long do you think the game is like uh, hours wise?
1: <sighs> to be honest, I have absolutely no idea, but it was short. Like maybe less than 10 hours? Okay. I th- I'm just estimating.
0: Mm-hmm. And you because probably took I think your time I only played searching around and stuff, so it probably is shorter yeah. sort of yeah. I push through it. Yeah. I think
1: I took 2 days, maybe 2 and a Two and a half sessions. Okay. To play the whole game. To be fair, one of them I was playing for several hours because it's like you were playing Warzone or something. That's so it's
0: a proud character of me.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, so I tried to go back and look and see how long it actually took me to play, but it was too much work, and I gave up on that too. Um, but it was short, very very short. Okay. Um, it was an interesting, weird story, and it was more of a visual experience. I think. Uh, parts of it were. It was more about, like, observing what's around you. And there was puzzles, obviously. Some of the puzzles really pissed me off. I did end up looking up a couple of the puzzles. Yeah. Because... They do look
0: a little brutal to me. I was watching you play a little bit, and I'm like, yeah. I feel like these look very tedious and annoying.
1: Yeah. Um... And then I think mainly the, the reason that some of the puzzles pissed me off, the main puzzles that pissed me off were because the sprint for the fucking character is like a crawl in any other game. Like it's just barely faster than the walking mm. speed. And it's like, God, am I really... But, like, it makes sense. You're playing this woman who has this mysterious illness. So, like, of course she doesn't run that fast. Yeah. But she's it's just, sick. Yeah. M- they're, like, trying to keep it realistic. Don't, but, don't shame her. But then they're not. When you get to the end, you're like, oh, yeah, that was realistic. Um, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it's, like, um, it's an interesting, weird story. And the puzzles are... Some of the puzzles are fun. Others are irritating, uh, but it was worth playing. I mean it was fucking free on Game Pass, so or included, whatever. Yeah. So if I had paid for it, I might have been slightly more annoyed.
0: Would I like this game? No. No? No. Not not even for the story?
1: Ah. Uh, maybe. Okay. But it's very slow.
0: Just from what I've seen and which is very little, mm-hmm. it feels to me like it's going to be like um what remains of Edith Edith Finch, that okay. game that I played. Okay. Which was very like artsy and uh, narrative driven. You're just basically telling a story through, yeah, finding clues and yep, a lot less puzzles than it seems in this game. Yeah, so on that aspect, I still wouldn't enjoy it.
1: Um, if you like the story, the narrative situation, you may see. I would recommend you try it. Okay, but I'm confident you're going to get annoyed (laughs) fairly early on because of how. Slow it is. Okay. Just for, for me being annoyed with it being slow, I assume that that means you're going to be infuriated because gotcha. you get annoyed with slowness faster than I do in mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Um. There were things where you know I in games tend to run around and look at everything.
2: Mm.
1: There were things that I somehow still missed and I had to go back and look.
0: Yeah. That always bothers me when I'm in a game and I feel like I'm very, very good at sweeping. looking around, sweeping and checking every little crevice. Mm-hmm. And then I miss, like, a bunch of things. Like, how? Yeah. Where was it? Yeah. You're a fucking liar. Yeah,
1: you're so full of shit. Um, I feel like you might find the puzzles easier than I did because you've played so much Resident Evil. That's you true. pointed out to me that it seemed like the puzzles, some of them, were a little Resident Evil ish. Mm-hmm. There are definitely like symbols that you have to match up and patterns and things, and so those ones were the good puzzles. Uh-huh. The puzzles that pissed me off were the ones where you have to run from one side of the map to the other. Ugh. And yeah. It's so like, is it
0: open world then?
1: No, it's not really one side of the map. Either. It's just like from one area. Like mm. there's one situation where there's like three levels. And by run of... you mean
0: crawl apparently. Yes. Okay.
1: There are like three levels and you have to go, there's like certain things that have like symbols on them and you have to like put it in your mind, oh, I need to put push these buttons in this order. So you got to go all the way to the fucking top floor and then you got all the way to the bottom floor mm. and then you got to the middle floor and then go back to the fucking top floor and it's like, no, it's fucking, it's annoying. And if you don't gotcha. do it in the right order, it completely resets. It doesn't Ooh. Yeah. So I feel like you were watching me do one some one of one of those puzzles where you had to do like a, a like a drum situation. Yeah. You had to do the pattern of the mm-hmm. notes right. And if you didn't do one of them correct, then you would go back to the beginning and you had to do a series that of like really ten annoying. notes. Yeah, and I, I was fucking that. pissed at that one. Mm-hmm. So but all in all, it was a... It was. And that's a,
0: really just it comes down to a memory
1: game. You just yes. have to
0: memorize the sounds yes. in the order each time. Exactly. Yes. I think it was like four or five turns until it, it finished the whole challenge.
1: Uh, yeah, it was probably five or six. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. So, eh, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't... I don't care enough to go back and do the achievements and I won't be replaying it. But it was worth playing the first time. Yeah. It was something different. I tend to play the same kind of game over and over again, so I tried to branch out and do yeah. something different here.
0: Yeah, you should try uh, Warzone. You know, it's pretty yeah. original. Yeah, I already
1: tried that. But the male person ruined that for me forever. So, yeah, they, yeah, they
0: tainted that whole experience yeah, that you refuse to play now.
1: Yeah, Uh But that's Maybe, it.
0: I'll probably get you on the uh, Zombies Outbreak. Yeah. I'll, I'll convince you to play mm-hmm. that.
1: Okay. Uh, so I am going to... Oh, wait, are we doing that? Do we rate games? I guess we do. Fuck it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna slice it. It was enjoyable for what it was. Okay, I, w- yeah. I
0: would have expected to test it, but I
1: did really enjoy a lot of the puzzles. A lot. So you good- cared more about
0: the puzzles than you cared about the actual story. It sounds like. Yeah. Okay, so you this- just want to get full of puzzles. No. You should try. Um, I have not played it myself, but it sounds like this is exactly what the game is. Is. Um, Path or the oh, sounds... I, I'll look it up. There's the, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it was. It came out initially on PlayStation. It's on Game Pass now. Um, it's basically the entire game is you're on an island and you just fucking solve these puzzles to unlock other areas of the island to then solve more puzzles.
1: That sounds pretty similar to this.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you're just not you're not doing it just to unlock areas of the island in this. You're unlocking so there's like letters that you find and like mm-hmm. clues left from this expedition before gotcha. you to find what happened to them and all this shit so
0: well this one's like you like are deciphering shit like you have okay. codes that you have to use to then use those to like figure out other mm-hmm. quests okay. um whatever challenge things and- got it
1: there were a couple random ones where i was like where in the fuck am i supposed to find the key to this like i was mad I was, like, legitimately mad. I had to, like, look Mm -hmm. up because I like looking everywhere. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't see a fucking key. There's no, like, this thing's supposed to be in this. You know what I mean? Where you see those obvious patterns. Yeah. I couldn't find them. Gotcha. So, but for for the most part, Mm -hmm. those, the puzzles were pretty decent and I enjoyed them. And they seemed, like, intuitive. So. Okay. I did enjoy the story for the most part, but once I figured out the answer in my head, I didn't care about it. I was like, yeah. And there
0: was like what five chapters for this game altogether? Six. Six. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably check it out. Yeah. But yeah, if the, if the if I am grow impatient with the way the gameplay is, I'm probably gonna just leave call it a call it a day
1: yeah yeah i just felt like um it was dropping these hints that the part of the story that bothered me was it would drop these hints and it would be like oh it's like hinting at this and Mm. hinting at that it's like yeah it's fucking obvious what you're hinting at like i know just
0: get over it
1: drop it like just (laughs) tell me what it is like i get it like just let's get there just stop fucking hinting at shit because it's dumb Mm. like we all know where you're going so that was the part that annoyed me about it but for the most part it was an enjoyable experience
0: gotcha Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. I uh, I don't have anything this week because I suck at doing my homework. But <laughs> I have been playing the Mario 3D or whatever fuck it's called Mario World worlds where you play as a cat and shit. Yeah. Sounds uh,
1: so off brand.
0: I I am pretty far in, but I don't want to. But I don't want to talk about it yet because I, I have yet to play the the new part, which is the Bowser's Fury. Okay. Because apparently I can't play it till I beat the game. So I need to beat the original game, and mm. then I to have to play a decent amount of that. So okay. I don't know how quickly I'll be able to do all of it. So okay. I'm holding off till I get all of that, so I can give a real legitimate review. Okay. Uh, but just know that I really like cats, <laughs> and I'm wearing a cat suit, so that's a good <laughs> indicator of the direction of my
1: of your rating thought process <laughs> and rating for this game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, All right, that is it. Thanks everyone for listening to episode 81 of Dissecting This Fiction. Don't forget to hang around and listen to us talk about uh, WandaVision episode 7.
0: I wonder what's gonna happen. All
1: right. (laughs) So, in case it wasn't abundantly clear from all that, this is your last chance to not get spoiled if you haven't seen the episode. So, spoiler warning. So right off the bat, I feel like I noticed that it seemed like we skipped a little bit of time, or not so much that we skipped time, but it feels like we jumped a few major genres of television shows, I guess, because it seemed like we were in the late 90s, maybe early, maybe early 2000s, last episode, and now we're kind of, it looks like about 2010, because it's got clearly the office or modern family style situation going on now. Yeah. Obviously, the style of like fourth wall breaking is was basically Introduced. pioneered by The Office, but the style of the show seems closer to Modern Family because, of course, it's a family show. So that's why I think why a lot of people were referring to it, saying that they were talking they were basically taking the Modern Family thing, but it's not really the Modern Family thing, you know. Yeah, I
0: hear a lot of people reference Modern Family, but yeah. I mean. It, the actual episode, I could see that, but mm-hmm. the intro was clearly The Office.
1: Oh, yeah. Whenever they do the actual intro theme. Like, it felt like a, they just stole it's it, just, essentially. It's just a copy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very similar. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: but I really enjoyed that. I thought it was... Yeah, definitely. Really fun how they did that.
1: Yeah. So we start out, um, you're seeing interview-style cutscenes with breaking, breaking the fourth wall and all of that, and <laughs> Wanda says, as a punishment for herself... For the actions of last night, she's taking a quarantine-style staycation. Basically, like, I'm going to punish myself by not having to be around anybody. It's not really a punishment, but sure. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds great.
0: Secretly rewarding herself. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, So something I thought was interesting, in this is Billy, I think it's Billy, says his head feels noisy. His head feels weird, and it's really noisy. So... I wonder if this is like some kind of relationship to his powers, or if there's something specific going on that's causing his head to be noisy. Um, I didn't really, I don't have an answer for that, but it's just something I thought about. I thought it was weird. Yeah, because he it, talks about it again later. It
0: could be, because I mean, we'll probably get into a little bit more later. But it does feel like Wanda is struggling at face value with controlling reality or her powers or whatever, and things are interchanging of like decades of design and all that stuff yeah um i kind of wonder if because i think that's somebody's fucking with her right but i wonder if he's has the ability to i guess intercept that broadcast of those interferences with her powers yeah that could be or her mind or whatever it is
1: that's a good point i didn't look too much into wiccan's powers in the comics but i probably should have um maybe for next time um so then I I don't know what his powers are. Yeah, I mean I have to of... assume it's magic related, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: He he's really good at the card game. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> so then it like cuts to the kids and they're uh like it's they're talking about how their game's going crazy and then there's a really cool scene where they're like playing video games and it's like cycling through like they keep changing from Whatever, controller to, like, a, a, a joystick, and then it changes mm-hmm. to Uno, and, like, it's like yeah. it goes to various different games. It, it looks like
0: it's de-aging, or, I guess, aging.
1: Aging no, and de- de-aging. Aging and de-aging. It was, like, going in random order, yeah, it it,
0: But it overall was going down yeah, like to older variations yeah. of, of items.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it went from, like, the crazy, like, original joystick thing to Uno, so I think it was going backwards. You're right. And then we have... When Wanda comes downstairs and goes to the fridge, it focuses on the milk, because it's like almond milk or something. And then you watch it change multiple times between the time of her opening the fridge and going to get cereal and pouring it and then taking a bite. So that also is going through the ages of showing... Was it almond milk at first? Yeah.
0: I thought it was just milk. It was and almond it changed milk. into like an older carton.
1: It was almond milk.
0: That you don't really see anymore.
1: Yeah, it was almond milk.
0: I guess you do see them. I don't know. Do they make those anymore? Yeah, They do. It's not just plastic jugs anymore?
1: No, they make the cartons still, as, as well. Now. Yeah. <laughs> they still make them first. Now certain- I've got it happening yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought it was interesting. As soon as it started focusing on the milk, I was like, well, yeah. obviously that's going to start it, changing.
0: And the child, okay, so the, a missing child pops up on there. Do you think that's going to be important? Oh. It kind of felt like it looked like one of her kids, but like not really. So okay. I don't know if it was just supposed to be similar or if it was just not relevant, but...
1: I'm going to be honest, I didn't even notice the fucking child, because I was oh. still, like, it, processing the almond milk thing. <laughs> it
0: could have just been a play on the whole idea of, you know, they, they used, used to, to put... have missing children on the side of milk cartons. Yeah, and...
1: but if it's anything like a, the fucking shit that Disney likes to usually do, there there will be some kind of weird connota- like uh, tie-in. Yeah. So, I'm going to go back and look at that you now. Do you think
0: that they, they just found all the kids, and that's why they don't do it anymore on milk cartons? Or do you think the... <laughs> The dairy industry was like, you know, this probably doesn't look good, tying ourselves to...
1: (laughs) Missing children.
0: missing children.
1: Yeah. I don't think they found all the kids, but... (laughs) People
0: stopped buying our milk because they didn't really want to look at kids that are missing.
1: (laughs) That's a really... I wonder why that got phased out. That's very interesting. So then we cut to the new sword base that's outside the now bigger Hex, which seems like smaller. And we really didn't get a whole lot here, but basically them... The core of this was we launched today. Mm-hmm. So, Hayward
0: was planning yeah. something.
1: Hayward's planning some kind some of
0: counterattack. Exactly. This is really, if I recall, the only scene we actually see him in this episode. Yeah, I right? think you're right. I don't think we see him after this.
1: Mm-mm. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're correct on that. So, obviously, they're doing something shady because that's what he does. Um, and then it cuts to the old sword base, which is now the circus inside the edge of the new bigger hex.
0: Yeah. Which we knew was going to happen yes. off of the exit of the last episode. Yeah. Um, it was really clever how they did all this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they implemented who they were and stuff. And yeah. Darcy was... Uh, the escape artist. A, a escape artist. <laughs> yeah. She had chains that she broke out of. And yeah. it was very plain on her whole being handcuffed to the vehicle. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um and then I liked that the the guy walks up and he's then Vision is mistaken for a clown because his face is red and he's like, Well, at least you're already in makeup. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Um and of course Vision sees Darcy and he's like, Oh, I recognize her. Like I was looking at her before whatever weirdness just happened happened. And so he's trying to like connect with her and she like obviously has no memory because it's wiped her brain or whatever. And uh she's like mistakes his attempts to communicate as he's hitting on her, and she's like, "Yeah, hard pass, no thank you." <laughs> like, so it was a fun little weird scene. And then he, yeah, it was a, it's a fun little scene. And then yeah. they, they pick up again later. But
0: he basically brings her mind back right yeah. then, right? Yeah. I, luckily, they did that. I was kind of like worried they're gonna drag out the whole. When will he finally get to do that to her? Like, yeah. For a while, I'm glad but they didn't fuck they, around they for were too very long. Quick to just like, okay, yeah, zap, yeah, you good?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, So then we go back in Westview at the Vision residence, and Wanda says something very interesting and opposite to everything she's done so far, I feel like. She says, if he doesn't want to be here, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, she suddenly has Mm -hmm. this apathetic attitude about where Vision is and what he's doing and all of that, when before... She was trying to control everything, mm-hmm. and now she seems to, like, not care, which is really weird.
0: And at the same time, I know it's later on, but we see him in that vehicle later, and mm-hmm. he's talking, like, she's trying to prevent me from coming home. And so both sides yeah. are kind of, it's like that whole thing of, like, communication. You yes. Know? like, they both assume of the other person. Yes. And so it's a little uh, interesting that the reality is... There's clearly somebody it's in the middle else. interfering with the two of them, mm-hmm. but they're seeing it as the other is,
1: is, is purposefully avoiding, avoiding. Yeah. Avoiding the situation. Exactly. Exactly. Communication is key in any marriage, even if it's magical. <laughs> and then Billy asks something about Uncle P and, uh, he was like, oh, he said something about that thing about re-killing dad, <laughs> which is a super awkward question. <laughs> and she's, then she, Wanda says, don't believe a word that man says. He's not your uncle. So,
0: Which is very telling of her now, because we went from her being very uh, fog-eyed to, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, being happier her brother is back. Yeah. uh, To now being kind of in some form of a reality that uh, that's not not Pietro. Yeah. That's,
1: I don't know who that
0: is. Yeah. But it's not him. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which we don't even see him, again, the whole episode.
1: Right. So, more to that, though, she says... When they ask who he is, and she's like, I have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. she basically like kinda has a breakdown and she's like, Life is meaningless or whatever. Like, she just goes, She's obviously having trouble with yeah. whatever's going on with her. And
0: well, I mean, she's gotta basically comprehend what's going on. She's gotta catch up with herself mm-hmm. on top of the fact that she's probably physically really weak from the power the she expansion exerted that's true. the night before.
1: Yeah, that's true. And then Agnes Knox or someone knocks, and Wanda immediately knows who it is without looking. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. And she opens the door with using magic. Like, she doesn't even care. And she's like, hi, hey, Agnes, whatever. Like, no biggie. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was chin-scratching. I don't know. I don't, it seems like... We
0: seen kind of have that this whole time, though, right? Where...
1: The magic part, I wasn't as surprised like as... The
0: whole show, you slowly see her less concerned with... Mm-hmm. Using her powers in front of Agnes specifically, that's, yeah,
1: that's true. Um, and then Agnes offers to take the kids to give Wanda some "quote me" time, and she mm-hmm. seems super jazzed about that. Um, and this is like the really funny cutscene part where, whenever Agnes is like, "Yeah, I promise I won't bite," and then she's like in the fourth wall interview. I actually did bite a kid once, and that's it—like yeah. no follow-up. <laughs> that was so the end fucking funny. It. It, it, it was just yeah, and it reminded me of. Uh, I think it's Creed from The Office where Mm. he would say like some crazy shit in the interview and everybody would be like, what? (laughs) What's going on?
0: (laughs) I mean, I didn't question it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I've been a kid once.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Cool. Good to know. Pretty
0: straightforward. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this exact scene too, she makes a comment about how she thinks there's a mole or something on her back. Yes. Um, I kind of want to focus on that a little bit because I think there's something to that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: at face value it doesn't seem like that big of a deal it's just mm-hmm. kind of like a, a one-off joke but she references this and mm-hmm. then she goes oh uh something boundaries, along or, along whatever. boundaries yeah. or whatever right mm-hmm. um and then as she's leaving with the kids she goes maybe one
1: of you guys one like of you guys it?
0: check out my the mall or <laughs> yeah, something since you're right there yeah <laughs> um isn't there a thing in like witch lore if, if that's even a term
1: yeah it is now uh,
0: <laughs> Of, like, a witch's mole and and it meaning something? Uh,
1: yes. So, it's called a witch's mark, and it's what they used to in the old timey days say, like, all witches have this mark, which tends to come in the form of some kind of scar or birthmark or a mole, for example. Mole,
0: mole, 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 mole. mole, mole. mole.
1: (laughs) Um, and... It's an indicator. So it's got t- two different possible meanings depending on what time in history this took. it t- t- took place. But mm-hmm. it either indicates uh, a deal with the devil in a willing partnership.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Or an unwilling servitude where the mark is placed by the devil and allows the witch to be controlled. Just
0: as interesting.
1: Yeah. So... Unless it really is just a random thing, which doesn't seem likely given mm, Disney, it, well, Marvel, <laughs> or Marvel, yes, it seems highly suggestive of some kind of relationship with Mephisto.
0: Very foreshadowing, yeah. or at least somebody. or someone
1: who's devilish. Yes, yes. <laughs> devil like. Um, Mephisto is just the
0: like easy the choice. New Jersey Devils.
1: Yeah, definitely them.
0: <laughs> Turns um, out she's working for the hockey team.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you know how you always see um, like in old drawings of witches and like cartoons of witches, they have like a bunch of moles on their.
2: They always have like moles
1: on their nose and their face Mm -hmm. and all that shit. Like they're always like really fucked up and ugly looking. Yeah, that was focus. Focus. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So that's just another.
0: Maybe that's part of the MCU now. We don't know.
1: You're right. We don't. They are rebooting it, right?
0: I think it's a sequel but uh, okay. way. yeah whatever
1: <laughs> um so yeah i feel like there's definitely something to be said about this quote-unquote mm. random mole situation I think it's foreshadowing yeah. uh,
0: a future plot point S- that's going to some kind of reviewed. connection
1: between yes. her and someone else yeah. whether it's willing or unwilling who knows yeah and then after Agatha, agnes sorry i keep i want <laughs> I want to call her agatha now <laughs>
0: Let just fucking do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. Everyone knows. Everyone yeah. here has watched the episode. That's true. Or me. they're idiots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, I can't we watch know. it.
0: We know. the reveal. Which yeah. plays into our whole point of the whole mole thing.
1: Yeah. So, Agatha slash Agnes, after she leaves with the kids, Wanda, like, gets all jazzed. She looks around and then her whole entire room and house starts, like, rapidly changing pieces. Mm-hmm. Getting unstable. Through the age and being very unstable. Mm-hmm. And then you see the, like, stork situation again. Um, with the red smoke and all of that.
0: Which, that's what cues me in that Mm -hmm. this isn't her doing it like we were perceiving it was.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, at first I was under the impression, oh, she's fatigued. She's really struggling to hold her hex reality that she's created because Mm -hmm. she's used up so much energy last night. Or she's just so emotionally drained or distraught that she's just unable to focus. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's the same bird that showed up, I think it was like episode three or something.
1: Whenever she was pregnant. When she
0: was pregnant and gave birth. And then uh, she tried to use her magic to get rid of it and it didn't work. Yes. Which implies that that is a character that has no effect or is not affected by her magic. Right. So I assume that that's that's that character. Yeah. Which, again, I think it's going to start with an M.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, so then we cut to outside the hex with monica and jimmy they are in whatever fucking vehicle still driving away from the situation and they're discussing the project with the code name cataract if you recall we discussed Mm -hmm. last week um they are reading the findings that darcy had sent them before she was sucked into the fucking hex so they're like reading about it and saying Basically, the direct quote was, Hayward was trying to find a way to bring Vision's body back online, but nothing worked until Wanda stole Vision's body. So, I don't know how to really interpret that whole thing, but whatever this cataract project is, is some kind of Vision-related, maybe weaponization or whatever. Well, yeah,
0: SWORD is essentially Earth Defense at this point. The Mm -hmm. way they've shifted their name in the MCU. Yeah. uh, I... I kind of feel like this is leading into them trying to reboot, like, an Ultron-type scenario mm-hmm. through Vision. Yeah. So it's not going to be Ultron specifically, but it'll be some variant. It'll be
1: Vision-controlled by whatever.
0: I, I, I kind of want to go back to the idea that Hayward is a part of AIM, mm-hmm. and he's Infiltrated Sword. Yeah. Um, which, if that's the case, this could straight up be a origin to creating Adaptoid, oh. which is a robot villain character that AIM creates, um, which has the ability to basically adapt and and learn the powers and abilities of anybody it fights. Right, right. So, Ultron-ish. You know, yeah. maybe they can do some kind of hybrid of mm-hmm. using visions. The, you know, the catalyst that creates mm-hmm. Adaptoid. Yes. Uh, for the future, whatever movie or show they, right. they bring it into. Right. Uh, we do know Miss Marvel is coming out end of this year. She's heavily tied to AIM. So maybe that will be something that the events of her show will create the actual character of Adaptoid. Mm-hmm. And then he will be in some movie later on. Because we know she's going to be in yeah. a movie later on. Yeah. She's she's not just a show. Right. We, we've we heard from Feige that she's going to be... Expanding to, to movies as well. Mm-hmm. So I think they might be expanding with that whole plot point. But it's just... It's vague right now.
1: Right, right. Uh, so Monica Rambo, and Jimmy Woo arrive at wherever the fuck they were going. And it's like a bunch of military people. Air Force, I think. And clearly SWORD is somehow involved as well. Because... Yeah. It was
0: confusing. Because it yeah. was clearly the Air Force that she contacted and mm-hmm. showed up. But the vehicle had S.W.O.R.D.'s logos
2: on it.
1: My, my, uh, kind of what I think is maybe there's an air like, S.W.O.R.D. has contracts with other agencies, and so she contacted those other agencies and was like, can you bring us this device? Yes. Or whatever device, you know, vehicle in this case. So they bring this vehicle, which obviously mm-hmm. Monica Rambo requested, yeah. and then they make references to um, your mom's not the only one who has earned her, lo- earned loyalty or whatever. Like, so she's got friends in other places, so that's good. Yeah. It's establishing that she has relationships with other people rather than just being... Yeah. And individual. it helps build her
0: character. So, like, we already knew she was a part of S.W.O.R.D. before the blip, right? Mm-hmm. But it does help develop her character. Like, she does have these relationships. And mm-hmm. it gives her that experience and history that we just don't know about.
1: Yeah. All right. Then we go back to the circus. And this is where we see Vision finally just distracts Darcy and zaps her. And she's woken up. And she's like, whoa. Whoa. And then they're able to actually interact, and then they plan to -hmm. escape. They, like, hijack a funnel cake van or something. Yeah.
0: This was probably the weakest part of the episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, Just overall. It it was clearly there to give them something to do,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but while
0: keeping them out of the way for the real plot happening. Yeah. Obviously, him not being at the house was the whole point of... This because they needed him away in order to do what they need to do for the house. And yes, like, it makes sense. Yeah, it's a, a story method, I guess. Yes, but it it did feel a little lackluster. Yeah, uh, overall.
1: Yeah, well, I'll get to that whenever it actually happens. But yeah, I have some opinions about that as well. I agree. They're the general. Some of what their interactions were necessary, but most of mm-hmm. it was just kind of like filler.
0: I feel like she was kind of being used in the conversation. Uh, while they're driving and, you know, or I guess stopped at red lights. Yeah. To, I guess in my head it was used to catch the audience up Mm -hmm. to other movies if they had not seen those movies. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck you're here if you haven't, but... At the
1: same time, though, it was necessary because he doesn't remember his life outside of Westview, so it was nice for him to learn. Yeah, and it's
0: one of those things where, like, you're learning with the character.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, So, yeah, some of it was useful it, it was useful for vision, but not necessarily mm-hmm. for the rest of us. Most yeah. of us, anyway. And I
0: know I've noticed, like online, a lot of people's criticisms were the comedy, specifically in these kind of scenes, mm-hmm. were very forced. And yeah. like, yeah, but that's because it, it's literally catering to the concept of these mockumentary and the mm-hmm. the interview style mm-hmm. commentary that they have. Like that's yeah. what they were leaning into. So it yeah. just it did feel. Force, but it was intentional.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then we see Wanda again, and this is where everything went crazy. We already talked about this. Um, but then there's a cutscene interview where Wanda's like, after we see the stork and all the shit go crazy in the house, right? So then there's a cutscene interview, and she's like, I just don't understand what's going on. I don't know why this is happening. Mm. And then there's a voice from behind the camera that says, Do you think that, do you think maybe this is what you deserve? Which is Super fucked up for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wanda's like, Wait, what? You're not supposed to talk. Like, she's very confused and then also, of course, offended at mm-hmm. the statement. So it implies a lot of things.
0: That was a really nice playoff. Again, the whole mockumentary idea and um, the fourth wall of that the show is really good at doing. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that exact comment makes me feel like, because we, we do get the reveal at the end that that was Agatha, right? right? Yeah. It,
1: it so was like Agatha a all along. Yep,
0: exactly. <laughs> so, to me, that sounds like it's personal.
1: Yes, it We're, does.
0: This whole situation, you know, we get the reveal at the end of this episode, it feels very personal mm-hmm. if you go back to that line. Yes. Uh, something about whatever Wanda's done has a direct connection to why Agatha is here.
1: Yes. Um, and then we see a super awkward, creepy... <laughs> commercial for a depression treatment drug called Nexus, which is interesting. Um, They say the little tagline at the end is, because the world doesn't revolve around you. Or does it? (laughs) So this is an interesting thought. An interesting plant here. Because it's a possible reference to the Nexus of All Realities, which is Um, An interdimensional spatial anomaly from the comics that serves as a gateway to all other dimensions, alternate realities, and other worlds.
0: So basically it's the lobby of the multiverse.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, what is it? There's the room with however many, like a million doors in it. What's that from? It doesn't matter. Anyway. Yes. It's like the lobby. What? It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Is it an
0: MCU (laughs) thing?
1: No, I think it's something else. It doesn't matter. You're right. It's the lobby. <laughs> you can go any direction. There's multiple different doors you can go. Um, and it's uh, a way... So in the comics, the nexus of all realities is actually in Florida, and it's guarded by Man-Thing, mm-hmm. I think, is the character. Um, he's
0: just the equivalent to uh, Swamp Thing okay. of DC. Got it, That's got all it. it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So... Um, and, uh, of note, in the comics, Wanda is a Nexus being, or a Nexi, as some people call them. A
0: Nexi, huh? Yeah.
1: Um, which, get, usually, Nexus beings have very, extra. they're extremely powerful, they have very insane powers that other, other super-powered individuals don't have, such as necromancy, um interesting among others but that's the one that stood out to me because it looks like vision got brought back to life so. mm. <laughs> um and and then
0: there's the whole ploy of when sparky died yes the question of can, can you can, can you, you do bring, that yeah
1: <laughs> yeah um so it could be a reference to that which would be make sense with everything else that's going on that and also with multiverse of madness that's coming up Mm. Clearly, either they they they're either moving the Nexus of all realities from Florida to New Jersey in this mm. version, or it's just some kind of lead up to that situation. But um so that's a highly likely tie in, in my opinion. One other possibility that someone brought up on the internet is that it could refer to the information hub that Tony Stark used to track down Ultron in Age of Ultron, which doesn't sound impossible but seems like the less likely option but it does seem interesting that it but does that refer to ultron a lot more
0: logically right yeah because it's something that actually exists already in the mcu yes um maybe that's considered like a digital version of them <laughs> i don't know
1: yeah and or, or it was
0: just an easter egg at the time
1: and if it was used to track down ultron in theory could it be used to track vision Aka yeah, okay. in the well, project Cataract, I don't know. So
0: that could be based off of his tech. Yeah, yeah, We have no idea. So that
1: that was my thought. The only the way that that makes sense to tie in is if it's in reference to this yeah. Cataract because project. Vision
0: was intended to be a body for Ultron.
1: Yes, exactly. So that was interesting. Um, so for after that commercial, <laughs> we went to Agatha's house. Yeah,
0: but I mean the, that the commercial too implies a lot because yeah, let's say. Wanda is the Nexus being, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. From what I understand with that, the the Nexus being means that in all realities, you're always the same person. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is the variations, but you are consistently the same being in every reality. Yeah. So that would make a lot of sense because her whole gimmick right now is she's able to forge her own reality
2: Mm
1: -hmm. around her. Yeah.
0: So the symbolism is there.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it makes total sense that this hex could be... That was one of the other theories floating around is that whenever you're sucked... Whenever you go into the hex, you're into an alternate reality. Mm -hmm. And so it would make sense that she's controlling your ability to do that. Because if she's a Nexus being, she can control your ability to cross into another dimension.
0: You know, and there's obviously going to be some kind of villain. Mm -hmm. Well, we know at this episode. But, like, I think beyond that, there's somebody else. And Mm -hmm. perhaps... They're trying to either weaken her because she's this kind of being and has all that power. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Or trying to manipulate her in a way that it will benefit them. Either to be released from something or uh, to have access to other multiverses.
1: Yes. It's very interesting. Um, So then we go to Agatha's house and we see uh, Agatha sitting on the couch with uh, Billy and Tommy. And Billy says, I like it here. And Agatha says something like, oh, is it because Senior Scratchy is such a good listener? And he says, no, it's because it's quiet. You're quiet, Agnes, on the inside. So what the fuck does that mean?
0: I think that's more foreshadowing of what we get revealed later on about her. Because I think when he's saying people are loud in their heads, I think he's referring to the fact that somebody is locking the true person inside, Mm -hmm. and then they are these, whatever, characters in this hex, right? Okay. So I think the screaming is the person, the real person, like, in agony. So he's
1: hearing thoughts.
0: Yes. Potentially. Like, trying to, like, maybe scream for help, or I don't know, just... I
1: guess that makes sense. Just crying
0: or or screaming. Yeah,
1: it does make sense now that I think about it, because he heard his dad, from outside the hex. Mm -hmm. And so once he... Learned that he had that kind of power. Maybe it's like he can't really turn it on or off yet. Mm-hmm. And since yeah, Agatha or Agnes is not, it's
0: like he's learning his powers, type yeah, and he'll control it at some point, yeah. Right?
1: And since she's not in a trance, in theory,
0: which we've learned,
1: yeah, then uh, she wouldn't be having that kind of quiet or um noise, yeah, extra thoughts. Okay, so that's Plus fair,
0: or you could go the simple route of. Uh, she's apparently magical, so yeah. she has the maybe no effect on, yeah.
1: or she has or a magical vice
0: versa. He has no effect on her,
1: or she has a magical barrier up, something to the effect of wearing the helmet like an X Men, so Xavier can't read your mind situation. Not like a physical thing, okay. but she has like a magical ward so that people can't read her mind. Mm-hmm. That's also a possibility. There's A lot of ways you could go with that, but it's interesting. Yes. They keep hinting at how his po- that his powers are certain things. Fun note about Senor Scratchy. We've heard his name many, many times. She refers to him as much as possible it seems. Um this is a possible reference to Nicholas Scratch, who is Agatha Harkness's son in the comics. Obviously, he's a rabbit in the show. So whether he's a person living as a rabbit or it's just a reference to him, who knows. Mm. But um
0: Well, if you go back to the mall. Yeah. Maybe her son was turned into a rabbit. Yeah. And the only way to get her son back is to follow a deal with yeah, the devil.
1: That's true. Or it could also be as simple as just a little nod, and Senior Scratchy just happens to be her familiar because women, uh, because women, because witches tend to have familiar. Because women.
0: Am I right?
1: <laughs> um. So, uh, Nicholas Scratch in the comics ends up uh, leading the Salem Seven, who are composed of. All of his children. So it's like Nicholas Scratch is the father of however many, six other people, right? So he has six children and then they are the same Salem Seven. And they like are the They ones, are with him? They're with him. Or he's, just
0: he has seven he, kids that are all of the Salem Seven. Uh,
1: he, it says he leads them. So okay. I don't know if he's leading them as part of them or as just a separate entity. I don't know for sure. I didn't look okay. too far into it. But this is the group that eventually defeat the Fantastic Four, and we have had a lot of other Fantastic Four possible references, mm. and we know that there's something in the works with that. So that could be something that's going on. Mm. Just as a Yeah, side there's note. a lot
0: of suspicions that the Astro Engineer is going to be somebody related to Fantastic Four, whether yes. it be Reed Richards or, or, someone or else. Dr. Doom or yeah. obviously pre-Dr. Doom. Yeah. <laughs> status, but... Doctor
1: whatever before the doom is.
0: Victor Von Doom, right?
1: (laughs) Is it? Oh, I don't remember. You're better at that than me. Okay, so then Tommy says or Tommy asks if she thinks that her mom is okay. And she says, of course your mom can do anything. She's super mom. Which is like, kind of weird because she had like this like, fourth wall glance at the camera situation Mm -hmm. too. So There was something a little off about that and I didn't I don't know how to interpret it.
0: The way that she responded to the camera felt different than the way she responded in the whole mockumentary interview thing right after. yeah. Where... Because
1: then she's like, well, how do you tell a kid their mom's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or whatever? The the, the
0: first scene, it felt like she was sincerely concerned, and the other one was just like...
1: Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, it's very confusing. She's either really good at playing her part, or she's conflicted in and of herself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: All right, so back to Monica Rambeau with her... uh, x other base little mini base they have that is not with sword right now they call this vehicle that they brought the most heavily armored space rover and they're like she's gonna sail right through unharmed obviously that doesn't happen
2: yeah
1: <laughs> instead it starts trying to like what they say is the density is matching her so i assume something about the barrier yeah. is I, morphing i
0: feel like that's what the red yeah. Whatever energy that Wanda put on earlier yeah. in the season was
1: mm-hmm.
0: more of a defense to stop people from getting through. Because yes. Because before, you could just you walk You could just through. walk in, yeah. So she's like, okay, now it's going to have to have armor plating.
1: Yes. Why the
0: hell did they full throttle into I the wall? I don't know. Wouldn't I, you just be able to like, go slow and test
1: it? I yeah. Like, wouldn't you just, why, like, why you, know you tried, like, throwing a stick into it first and see if it goes through? Yeah. Like, use a brain. Also,
0: what I didn't quite understand is they made it sound like it was going to shield her from the energy, Mm -hmm. but then it was going right through. Was that just because the vehicle got lifted up and so the bottom carriage was exposed? Yeah,
1: I think that was what you were supposed to believe. Either
0: way, if it's going in, then that's still going to be touched.
1: I think we were supposed to believe that because... Like if it had gone through as expected, the armor would have kept the hull or whatever in, in integrity intact or whatever. Yeah. Um, but since it flipped up on its side or yeah. rear end, it like started eating it from the bottom of the vehicle, and so it had like weaker points potentially mm. on the bottom. I don't know. Science is a little dodgy yeah. on that. Uh,
0: we're gonna have to get the astro engineer in here and discuss <laughs> yeah.
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it ends up converting the front half into like a creepy van. So that was, like, a funny picture. Yeah,
0: and then spitting it back out. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was she was, like, panicking to get out. You know, she jumps out the top latch and then yeah. escapes, right? hmm And then she just goes, oh, now I'm just going to run through.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, what the fuck was the point then of worrying to escape the van if you were just trying to go through anyways?
1: I think she... Was like semi panicking in the little vehicle situation, but then when she got out, she was like, "Well, that didn't work. I know I've gotten through before, so mm-hmm. I need to do it again." She kind of just like made an impulse decision. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it wasn't like a she wasn't really thinking straight. Okay, so that's my opinion. Um So yeah, as you said, she jumps out and then ends up just running into the barrier.
0: Yeah, she took her helmet off too. The genius. yeah, like why? At least just leave your helmet on. Yeah, why, why bother? Why not? Just- yeah.
1: Whatever. Um, But yeah, so she runs into the barrier on foot. She walks through what seems like multiple layers, which seem to be maybe multiple realities. It looked like
0: they were showing different versions of her throughout the different decades that she was on the show.
1: Yeah, and also her as a child. Okay. Her as a child was there too, so like there were various different versions of her at different times. There was a lot of
0: um, people, there was a whole jedi yes moment there yeah. where a bunch of people were saying shit yeah uh, it felt like it was all from captain marvel yes you know it mm-hmm. had it had nick fury it had her mother it mm-hmm. had her at times as a child mm-hmm. it, had
1: it had captain your, marvel, captain marvel even.
2: yeah
0: um and then that's the moment where she like i guess pulled herself together in a sense <laughs>
1: yeah, in the most literal sense and, yeah
0: you know, her Her eyes lit up, and then yeah. she just did this weird, like, zoom through the... Yeah.
1: It was, like, a weird moment that was, like, very, uh like, for a split second, I was, like, it was very, like, Zoolander-ish expression yeah. that she had going on, and I was, She like, had Blue Steel. I, yeah, she literally had Blue Steel.
0: Or was it Magnum?
1: <laughs> so I, like, started to giggle, and then I was, like, okay, I'm yeah. gonna try not to ruin this scene, yeah. but it was...
0: Um, I will say, I... I hands down, give her the award for best short-distance superhero <laughs> land ever. Yeah,
1: superhero landing where there was no takeoff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she, like, walks out of the portal and then just superhero yeah. Immediately lands to, superhero to the ground. lands.
1: Yeah, she, like, drops out of nothing. Like, she wasn't even floating. <laughs> it was so funny. Um. So, yeah, her eyes are bright blue now, and she can see energy waves, it seems. Yeah. Something now,
0: like that. I- Obviously everybody's like, oh it's photon it's photon right mm-hmm. somebody brought up an interesting point it feels like it she's more spectrum than she is photon which is another variation of the character she's been
2: oh okay
0: because of the way that she saw things that mm-hmm. way and so I don't know it just just an idea maybe she isn't gonna be photon maybe she is literally gonna be spectrum
1: <laughs> yeah, that's possible uh,
0: we'll see whatever they' okay. I mean, they're gonna give her a name at some point right.
1: Yeah. B- we'll, we'll bummer of a name, though. Name. Hmm? Spectrum's a bummer of a name, though. It's yeah, a terrible internet company.
0: Yeah, she's going to be using her powers and lose connection <laughs> randomly for around midnight, I think it is, yeah. every fucking night, and then, <laughs> and then regain it, but it'll be too late. Cause her
1: superpower is making people get disconnected from video games.
0: <laughs> yeah, she'll. it'll be too late. She'll have already been kicked from the Warzone match. And, yeah. You know, she was in the top three, but who <laughs> fuck cares, right? Who cares, yeah. Who fucking cares? It's just yeah. a game. You only wasted the last half an hour getting there, but whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. No big deal. Um,
0: you, so, you go, girl.
1: Yeah. So, we fucking called it, obviously. She's got her powers. Now mm-hmm. we finally get to fucking see him, so maybe we'll find out what her name is next
0: yeah, maybe next episode or something. There's also people that are like, "Oh, so she's gonna be Captain Marvel now? Mm-hmm. They're replacing her. That's not They're how not that fucking works. replacing Captain Marvel. Yes, she had that
1: name. Maybe after Captain Marvel two. Maybe after Captain Marvel two, they could because Monica Rambo is a version of Captain Marvel in the comics. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's yeah.
0: taken different mantles, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know that their argument is she was before mm-hmm. Brie Larson's version but like
1: only because brie larson was miss marvel and she already it's fine we're not gonna get into that but yeah
0: yeah anyways okay
1: um go down that fucking rabbit hole yeah but
0: anyways um so yeah there's different characters everyone's like Yep. Oh, she's going to be this one. She's going to be that one. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah,
1: we'll figure it out. I think eventually. likely
0: she's either going to be Spectrum or Photon. Yeah. I imagine Photon, because of the whole, like,
1: they keep nickname referencing for the her nickname. mother.
0: So it makes me think that she's going to take that as, like, a uh, in honor of her mother. Right. Yes, exactly. It would make sense the way they, they yeah. spun her character.
1: Yeah. And who knows? They could do something like they've done before where the, she's Photon, but she has the powers that look like Spectrum. So who fucking knows?
0: Yeah, they can inter- yeah. interact they can do they with want. any fucking power name. Yeah. On.
1: Uh, so, back in the van with Darcy and Vision, which we've already discussed, seemed kind of silly. Darcy is basically telling Vision, and he, he's asking her questions about his life before mm. the hex and blah 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 um, And then he says, he asks what he was, and he was like, well, then what am I now? And she kind of pauses, and she says, well, you know, I'm, I'm more of a STEM kind of lady, but now I don't really know, like, what's going on. Because, like, science, technology... Engineering and mathematics is STEM, for anybody who's not aware. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I was like, what is that?
0: I know you know what that is. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's clearly a nerd
2: comment. It's a nerd
1: thing, yeah. And basically what she's saying is, like, I believe in science. I'm not really big on magic, uh, immaculate conception and that kind of shit. But she's like, this seems like something more than just science. She's like, I kind of thought she just flipped a switch on your head, but now I'm not sure. Well, you
0: know, like, we've seen the theme many times in the MCU movies, you know, Thor uses magic and, Mm -hmm. and... iron man's like there's no such thing as magic yeah and then they get turned into this conversation (laughs) of magic is just science that you don't understand yes or vice versa whatever the fuck it is
1: yeah exactly um all right so back at the vision residence monica runs in we see monica that she's we already saw her come through the barrier she starts running and then she shows up at the vision residence, obviously mm-hmm. she runs in and Wanda's in the kitchen and she's like what the fuck are you doing here basically she doesn't say fuck but you know mm-hmm. but <laughs> that was added for effect yeah. um and she said it with her eyes and so she's like wanda's uh monica's trying to tell wanda about vision and she's like it's all about vision hayward's after his body blah blah, blah. like trying to tell her the whole thing mm-hmm. and like get her on her side and wanda, uh, wanda's like i don't want to hear about it like, I don't, I don't want it. like, she's kind of she's like, like, I don't want to know. She's like,
0: bitch, I will cut you.
1: Yeah, and she's like, all you do is lie and throws yeah. her outside.
0: What I loved about this scene is Wanda went through an insane amount of facial expressions. Yeah. And, like, emotions. Yeah. And the way she executed that was so well. Yeah. I It just, she's really good at, at really conveying yeah. the emotion she's, she's, that she has.
1: Definitely, yeah. Um,
0: I have to say, though, Rambo did a terrible job of trying to yeah. uh, explain something to her. Like, she, she didn't use the right, like, things to say. Yeah. Like, she still made it very vague, so it was misunderstood.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's very, she's not a, like, be, she's not like a people person. Like, you run person. in.
0: Hayward's the bad guy. Yeah. I'm not on his side. Yeah. That's all you have to say. Yeah.
1: Wait, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, she's not very good with people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, maybe she'll get there. Um, then as she, as Wanda kind of throws her and, or not throws her, but she holds her with magic and like Mm -hmm. pushes her outside, then it it seemed like you mentioned, it seemed like the people around, everybody looked, and then it seemed like they either stopped doing stuff or they were frozen.
0: It looked Um, like they all froze in the moment as though Wanda had to focus on dealing with Rambo specifically, and yeah. she was unable to do all of the day-to-day shit in the you know, perimeter around her. Yes.
1: Uh, she had to focus, like you said, yeah.
0: So I, I think that was telling that she's weaker, she's not able to control as big of a range as she used to.
1: Mm-hmm. It gets a little interesting here because uh, then Monica's response to her thing about all you do is lie is, the only lies I've told are the ones that you put in my mouth. Which was, like, a good call. That's true. And then Wanda gets all threatening and she's got, like, red mm-hmm. energy hands like she does. And Monica's like, no, go ahead and do it. Like, she's trying to call her bluff. She's like, I'm not trying to... She's trying to get across to her that she's not against her and mm-hmm. she's trying to help. But she's not doing it very well. And then she says, don't let him make you the villain. And Wanda says, maybe I already am. Yeah. Which was pretty sad.
0: Oh, snap. Yeah. Or is that too soon, too soon. for an O oh snap for Wanda? Yeah.
1: yeah. So it seems like there's a possibility that Monica could get through to her, but then fucking Agnes mm-hmm. has to be nosy goddamn neighbor peeking out her window and sees it happening and she's like, nope, we gotta fucking intercede here and yeah. he goes on.
0: That, I think, was a very telling moment, too, because she looked very concerned mm-hmm. that... Rambo was talking to Wanda. So she clearly wanted to interfere with that. Mm
1: -hmm. She's like, no, 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 no. I need Mm -hmm. her to be how I want her to be. And you don't need to be involved. You need Mm -hmm. to get the fuck out. Yeah. So that was a bummer. Let me go back to... Vision and Darcy in the van. Obviously, we've seen that there's like workmen that come to the red light and they have, and then, they, and then after the fucking people go away from working on the red light, there's like lines and lines of school children that come and they're in the Even middle of
0: smaller than they were in the, yeah, the previous episode. Yeah, they're
1: in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around them. It's just like empty fields, right? Yeah. So it makes absolutely no sense. And yeah. then you finally see Vision kind of like, oh. And then he just like floats up and like flies. Like you could have. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have to be in this fucking van. Yeah. So that was kind of silly that it took them so long, which is obviously this is a plot device. So yeah. that's why it was like that. But they, they,
0: you know, used the fourth wall with him being like, What, what am what, I doing? Why here am talking I even here talking I need to you? It's my wife. Yeah. yeah. So again, very telling that somebody's trying to keep him away yeah. from getting home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, if Wanda can't even function in her own perimeter, there's yeah. no way she's the one doing it.
1: Right. That Which far is off. uh kind of a bummer that he didn't think to just bring Darcy with him instead of like leaving her in the van.
0: Well, she would have theoretically had to get out of the van and then he would have had to grab her.
1: Yeah, but that Right that, because he tick- can
0: he couldn't hold her hand and then go through the ceiling. Fair
1: enough, but that could have easily been done. <laughs> It's still faster for her to get out of the car.
0: I don't know. And him to pick it her up. it might have been the quicker route to just wait to for... just
1: wait her. for all the children. <laughs> Maybe after Vision leaves the van, she'll stop getting interruptions. But then Hell, when you he pointed out... could have out,
0: just lifted the van up and carried True.
1: It. Yeah, just lifted it over. <laughs> um, but then, how does she even... Does she know where to go? Cause she's like, yeah. I'll see you at your house, I guess? I,
0: I guess we just have to assume that since she was monitoring the whole situation, she knows the address. She knows Maybe. where it is. They, they have okay. the whole shit mapped out in their head that's fair that's also possible researching and all that stuff
1: yeah. so that uh, was weird but um then we go back to uh agatha's house which is where agatha has walked wanda over to her house and mm-hmm. wanda's sitting on the couch she looks forward and she sees these two half-eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yeah there's like kids shows on tv Which seemed to be, like you pointed out, much too young for the age of the kids that were there. Yeah, so
0: that was a little confusing because they were a lot older than what Mm -hmm. the programming was meant for. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just like a fluke thing, if there was something intentional to that. Or
1: some kind of reference to the fact that they're actually only like three days old, technically.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. I mean, they sure don't talk like they're three days old. No,
1: no, I just, Yeah. So then she, like, starts to get kind of concerned for some reason.
0: Well, we start seeing, you know, even the food alone. You know, there was the sandwiches that were half eaten and stuff. Yeah. You know, the crust left. And yeah. That alone is kind of symbolic of, like, decay, right? Yeah, that's true. And then you slowly see other things that seem like they're kind of getting darker themed in mm-hmm. the environment. Yeah. Uh, you, we look at the rabbit, you know, just because, rabbits. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, and you know, it, they're always, like, shitting. They're always... <laughs> eating, they're always pooping. Like, they're just...
1: You're describing our dogs. <laughs> I didn't know you it's, it's such a passion, such a passion, hatred for rabbits. I don't hate rabbits, oh, okay. I just, you know... They're not your thing. Just get away from me, Okay. You know? Good to know. Uh... And then she sees the a
0: locust, right?
1: A locust or a cicada? I don't know the difference, what, but uh, yeah, something a, like that. An
0: insect, some, some kind that of biblical not, insect. It's <laughs> not deemed something you want to see.
1: Yes, yeah, and it's like just chilling on the curtains. Yeah, just yeah. one single, one. just one, one.
0: yeah. Uh, so. This brings up the question, you know, her start. She's obviously starting to like piece things together, getting a little concerned, like, Where are the kids?
1: Yeah, she's like, Where are the twins? And Agatha's like, Oh, they're probably just playing in the basement. Like, that's not a creepy thing to say, Mm -hmm. for one. (laughs) Um, so then Wanda gets up, she starts looking for them, she goes to the basement, and then we immediately see like creepy tree or root covered doorway and hallways. You see, um, on the left, there's a normal looking door that has light coming through it. And then on the right, there's a creepy hallway that's very dark Mm -hmm. and has the roots. I took
0: this whole moment as like a choose your path kind Mm -hmm. of moment. Like the light in the dark, like here's the exit yeah, or here's, I guess, I guess your destiny. I don't know. To, you know, your path to
1: wherever. Yeah. yeah,
0: which obviously is not the right path.
1: <laughs> yeah. So she follows the dark path, obviously, and uh, ends up finding a really big kind of circular-ish room that's got, like, symbols on the walls, and is mm-hmm. very, like, ancient, castle-y looking. Uh, I mean,
0: you brought up the uh, Salem Seven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I saw this room, I was, like, to me, I was, like, instantly, like, oh, is this some kind of, like, meetup room for, like, maybe like the Salem be. Seven or some kind of, like... Mm-hmm group of witches. Definitely. Obviously, the Salem Sevens seem to be more good guys in the comics from what I've established. Okay. But, like, I haven't really read them myself. Okay. But just doing some research, it seems like they're considered superheroes. Oh, okay. So maybe there's this kind of, like, gray area where they're good and bad at times. I don't
1: really okay. know. Okay. Good to know. I'll have to look into that.
0: But, uh, obviously if they are led by her son, who we presume is the rabbit, they don't necessarily exist yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they are good because maybe the rabbit is her son that she turned into a rabbit and to keep prisoner or something weird.
2: Okay, that could it's be possible. a thing
1: too. Although if he was prisoner, then the rabbit might just bite people instead. But anyway, we're gonna get off at a tangent there. But um, anyway, so then she gets into this big old room. She sees this creepy book that's glowing with some kind of magic situation, and this book has been. Uh, referenced a lot on the internet and people say that it could be the book of sins aka the dark hold
0: which we saw in agents of shield yes so either they're used in the same book but it's not relevant mm-hmm. or they are to an extent tying into agents of shield yeah into the mcu so, again,
1: which i doubt uh, which is also called the shiatra book of the damned the author of the dark hold is don't know how to say this but i'm going to say chthon
0: yeah, that was like the main villain, I think, yeah. right? In like season two or three, whatever yeah. it was.
1: Yeah, who's like the squid face guy or yeah. octopus face, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. um Tentacle face. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah, he was in um, the
0: Pirates movies, right? Yeah,
1: totally. Um, so that could be a possible villain situation. He's considered the original practitioner of black magic on Earth.
0: It's all making sense so far. Yeah,
1: um, it is worth noting that C'thon used has used Quicksilver's body in the comics to trick people. Mm-hmm. So this would make sense mm-hmm. if he's the villain and he's the one masquerading as the wrong Pietro. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing, though: mm-hmm. uh, Marvel with the MCU, like they've they'll take comic concepts, but then they will completely change out a character. Mm-hmm. They'll change out the consequence. Like they'll they'll change something mm-hmm. where it's their own thing for this universe. Yeah. So, I fully expect we're gonna get this is that book yeah, but I don't think we're getting him as the villain okay it's gonna be somebody else using the book in the same context as he would
1: okay well
0: or it is his book but he's not the one currently possessing it
1: like somebody stole it from him temporarily yes. or something yes. yeah
0: which I mean was this not the book referenced in Dr Strange missing from the library
1: it's a we don't know for sure, but it's possible that it's the book. That's missing. Because okay. I don't think we established which book was missing, but uh, it could very well be that one.
0: Breaking news right here. I can confirm. Yeah. I think it's the book.
1: <laughs> you think it's the book. Okay. Um, and then, just not to argue, but in a recent Secret Empire comic story, K'thon possessed Wanda, and Doctor Strange had to free her from the possession. So yeah, there I mean, is you can't
0: possess women these days. That's just not appropriate. There's
1: further evidence that this could be maybe the storyline they're going for to tie to which goes into Multiverse of Madness situation as well. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, the further in we get, there's only like two episodes left. The further in we get, I don't think we're going to see a correlation to mutants in this series. I think it's going to be a down the line thing. This is like slowly setting it up. To get her in a position mm-hmm. for mutants to arrive. Yeah. But I don't think that we're going to see any kind of direct reference to them in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're even hearing rumors that they're not even going to have her be a mutant in the MCU. Yeah. And they're retconning her to be, just have magic. Yeah. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we will. Um, so, here's where we get our big, big reveal. Agatha Harkness, a.k.a. Agnes, comes walking in. And mm-hmm. she's like, Wanda, Wanda, you didn't think you're only the magical, the only magical gal in town, did you? And she's got her hair down and like frizzed out, kind of. And she's mm-hmm. holding Mr. Senor Scratchy. I keep saying Mr. It's Senor, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and so then it goes into this montage recap of everything mm-hmm. happening and her, like this crazy song going on. And like, oh, it was her all along. <laughs> it was Agnes. It
0: was all Agatha the way or all, all the time.
1: along. Yeah. You know what's funny is I need to look into that because the voice sounds like her. It makes me feel like Catherine Hahn. She, I, think she that. I think she can I think she. I think she can too.
0: She is really talented. She's
1: great. She's has been very underrated, and I'm like yeah, glad she's getting uh, such a she huge was, part.
0: I know she was not a big role. She was literally one of my favorite characters in mm-hmm. Step Brothers.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> she's the best. She
0: was like so insignificant to yeah, the movie, yeah, but like but I thought she was the greatest. The character. best.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I remember the first thing I ever saw her in was when I used to watch Crossing Jordan like 100 years ago and she was just some like secretary in the office but Mm -hmm. I still loved her and she was just like this insignificant part and I was like she's the best yeah and so now she's like blown up and I'm glad I just watched
0: the movie last night that she was in it was like from 2013 on Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. I was like
1: oh oh (laughs) it's Agnes yeah (laughs) you were the Leonardo DiCaprio meme yeah yeah
0: (laughs) I want to see what she's been up to before this uh WandaVision scenario
1: yeah so we we get the reveal that uh, Agatha was controlling the Pietro person. Well, everything, everything really. It, it, it
0: did steps, but, like, yeah. scenes from every episode leading yeah. to, to now. I. So the only thing, the implication is that she is the one behind all of it. Yes, literally.
1: Yes, it, That's it was what Agnes they're saying it all along. It was was the Agatha name of the song. all along? Yep.
0: I feel like this show is all about deception, though, mm-hmm. and I do not believe that she is the only one behind no. this. I think that mole was an indicator that she's not. Yeah. Whether
1: she's in a partnership with someone or being controlled, I think there's somebody else mm-hmm. involved too. Yeah.
0: And I think the best part of that whole montage of her doing evil shit is yeah. the moment where we see Vision talking to her in her car from yeah. the Halloween episode. Yeah. You know, that was the part that fucked with us. Because yes. we were like, We know this is her, she's gonna be this, she's yeah. doing that, and yeah. like then that moment happened. Like, whoa! Okay, okay. Well, wait. A minute. Maybe, well, I maybe guess she's, she's
1: not. Maybe in she's it. a
0: victim. Maybe yeah. she's not a part of this.
1: She's just really good. Yeah, her act. The actress is good at playing a so person who's Marvel acting. Marvel
0: is really good at pulling shit like that, where yeah. you're so confident, but then they can make you question that right after.
1: Yeah.
0: But then you were right.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but I love that because in the scene, like, they even show her, like, kind of like. Oh, let me just put on makeup. some makeup, yeah. make sure that I'm in character for yeah. deceiving she's the, she's, vision.
1: What's the line? She's the gal. She's just a gal who's playing a gal who's playing a gal.
0: <laughs> was, that, that, was that the lyrics? No, I was just, oh.
1: I was trying to quote the fucking Tropic Thunder. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I thought that's what you were going for. <laughs> I was
1: trying uh, to rework it, but.
0: Okay, so, where was I going with this? Oh, right, yes. Uh, that scene, by the way, also we see in the driveway. She has another car. Yes. Both vehicle license plates say Connecticut. Yes. The state is Connecticut. Yes. Is that going to be some kind of relevance? Is that going to be some kind of backdrop to her character? Is that going to be anything of significance at, at some point?
1: Yeah. So we looked this up and there is one tie-in with witches. There were the Hartford witch trials, which were... I think two hundred years or something, a hundred years before the Salem witch trials. It was like the first witch trials. Wasn't that much? I thought
0: it was like thirty years.
1: Ah, whatever. It was a long time. <laughs> a long time. It was the first official witch trials in the United States in, in the Americas. So, yes. Uh,
0: All of the Americas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we weren't really the United States. We're the time. number
0: one. We're number one <laughs> in witch trials.
1: Whatever. Um. So that's a possibility. It's maybe mm-hmm. reaching, but it is an interesting concept.
0: And wasn't, like, the f- that, like, the first, it was, like, the first witch, right, was accused, whatever. Yes. At f- that trial. Yes. So
1: In the U.S., anyway.
0: Yes. So, perhaps they're spinning some kind of historical backdrop for her, being, like, maybe she is that first accused witch. And she was.
1: Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> or
0: maybe she wasn't.
1: Yeah. She was just controlling them. And she made them.
0: a deal with the devil mm-hmm. to save her life. Maybe. Just spitballing ideas.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting concept here. So, yeah. It may it remains to be seen whether that's going to be a tie-in or not. But it's possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she ends the song with, And I killed Sparky, too!
0: Oh, my God. How so devious, devious is up. that? Yeah.
1: This and she bitch, says it's th- such joy.
0: <laughs> Cruella Deville did, like... A hundred more than her. Yeah. But she is way evil, evil compared to Krilla the Bill. Yes.
1: And she goes off of this she has like a really good evil laugh. Like yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was really surprised they did that too. Yeah. On like a Disney thing. It's like Yeah. You you just straight up had a character just be like, Oh yeah, I killed a dog. I killed the
1: dog, yeah. And I'm proud and of it.
0: And I liked it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean that's basically that's what pretty she much did. what she said. I killed a dog and I liked it. <laughs>
1: That's her ringtone. You can
0: tell. I, you can tell I can't sing. <laughs>
1: what are you talking about? Um. So yeah, that was a fucking like. This was. I saw a meme somebody posted that was like. You see the screen right after that's like stand by or whatever it was, mm. and then it's got uh um career enthusiasm. Larry David. It's got Larry David, and he's like, "Fuck you," and I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
1: That's what that, that was like the newest season. I think. Yeah, right? it was. <laughs> Yeah. Um, thankfully we did get a sort of surprise, I guess. We got an after credit scene or mm. mid credit scene, what the fuck you want to call it, for the yeah. show for this episode.
0: Yeah, well I mean going back a little bit, oh. so like okay, she reveals that she was apparently behind it the whole time. Yes. As far as we're aware. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she reveals her magic is like purple and yes. everything she's been doing has been manipulating everything. Mm-hmm. Um Going back to Pietro, do you think that he is actually the X-Men from the Fox universe, Pietro or do you think he is just a different multiverse? Do you think he's an illusion of the character? Do you think he is just the the body of the real Pietro from this MCU with that face? Like what do you think the angle is with that?
1: Well, I think this could the the fact that he looks like the X-Men uh Quicksilver could tie into the whole Nexus of All Realities concept. Mm-hmm. Where he's wearing the appearance of a different alternate Mm. Pietro, essentially. So, I don't know why or how, but I feel like it's related in that way. (laughs) That's my theory.
0: I just thought it was interesting that we don't see him at all this episode. After he gets thrown at the Halloween event by Wanda for making his joke.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. There was a lot of other stuff going on. So who knows what the fuck he was getting up to?
0: And we also see Wanda's eyes light up. You know, her like that's her face gets a little like purple mist on it, yes. And then her eyes light up purple, yes. So presumably she's now going to be controlled, yes, fully by Agatha. Agnes.
1: Agatha Harkness. Yeah,
0: yes. Ag- Agnes is easier for it's me. Fine. I, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like we we know who we're talking about, yeah. right? Got it. Yes. Which bitch, right?
1: Yeah. Which bitch?
0: W B. <laughs> okay.
1: That's a good point. So now she's either under control or at least temporarily under her spell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if what happens. Maybe she's being
0: stunned or paralyzed. I, yeah, I part of me wonders... Know, but... I wonder what's
1: going to happen after she leaves the vicinity, if she leaves. Like, is it is it t- mm-hmm. permanent until she takes the yeah. spell off? Or is it just because she's right next to her?
0: So what do you think the whole, like, end game is? What do you think the whole purpose of what she's doing? Assuming it's just her, we think there's more people involved. Yeah. But why is that... They... Going back to that line where she says, do you think you deserve what's happened or Mm -hmm. whatever as the, you know, the guy's voice. Mm -hmm. It, again, feels very personal. Mm -hmm. I I can't help but wonder if this is going to tie to the blip in some capacity or something stupid like that. Maybe even the Civil War situation where she killed people on accident. You Mm -hmm. know, like, do you think... Do you think... Agnes is going to have somebody in her life that was affected by something Wanda did and this is potentially her getting revenge?
1: Possibly. A part of me, it just, it just occurred to me as you were talking, I wonder if her son, she already had her son and he was blipped or dusted or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it and she doesn't know that people are coming back.
0: That's what I was thinking too because she wouldn't know because she wouldn't Ram- know. Rambo came back during the events of this. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is what it is. Maybe she thinks that he's just gone. Yeah. Uh, and maybe she, she's trying to use her to get him back. To
1: get him back. Yeah, I don't know. Even, she might hold her partially responsible, but I think probably the reason she's directly involved with her is to try to harness her powers or use her powers to get something yeah. out of this book situation. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so
0: the rabbit could just be like a placeholder for a yes, kid. Yes, like, exactly. Like just like a mental stability type. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tactic.
1: true. True. That's an interesting concept. I didn't even think about that. But it definitely does seem like a personal, like a revenge or mm-hmm. a vendetta situation.
0: But the problem with that is then it, that contradicts the idea that somebody bigger is behind it and is manipulating her or using her willingly or whatever scenario it's in. Unless. You know, if that mole scenario comes into play.
1: Yeah, unless the other being is the one that's controlling her and saying that it's, the, it's revenge for that being.
0: Mm, okay. I
1: don't know. It could yeah. be like she's just a proxy for this other being. Yes. And they're like, "This is what you deserve," and punishing you for this other thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, whatever. There's a lot of options there. Hmm. I can't wait for next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any more things you want to talk about? Any other any other thoughts before we uh, end this? I Think we're at the end here.
1: Uh well, we do have our after credit scene.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Yeah. Which was a surprise and yeah, nice the, to actually the first see
0: after credit scene we actually got.
1: Yeah. So, um, we just see Monica approaching Agatha's house and goes around looking in doors and windows and shit and Mm -hmm. then sees the basement door, Mm -hmm. opens it up, and she sees the creepy purple roots all along the walls and shit, and then Mm -hmm. her eyes start to turn purple.
0: As Pietro shows up and says, Snoop's gonna snoop or something like that.
1: Snooper's gonna snoop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Snoop's going to smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think, what <laughs> also, he said. Also
1: true, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so two things there. One, is Pietro under control in this moment, or is he free will right there? I couldn't tell if he had any purple aura around him or anything. Uh, but, as you referenced, Rambo had purple in her eyes. Now, that could either be because she's she's been having these different color spectrum situation going on throughout Mm -hmm. the show, and it could be convenient. Maybe it's just a reaction to seeing purple. I don't know.
1: Maybe, yeah. Or
0: it's all those vines that had the purple glowing power on them. Magic shit, yeah. uh, Could be affecting her. Maybe she's now going to be under control. I hope not. Do you think maybe Agnes was using Wanda as a vessel to, like, you know, because Wanda supposedly can control everybody around her Mm -hmm. in a perimeter. Maybe she's controlling her, so now she control The people the
1: around people her. The people around
0: her. Yeah. Although, she, if she's not got her powers, theoretically, she's not going to be affected by yeah. any of that stuff now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because she's been very independent in this whole spot so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't figure out, like, what the implications of her having purple in her eyes is, are...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Implications are yet, but, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like the, uh, after, the, uh... After scene left me more confused than it did. It asked more questions yeah. than it answered any.
0: So here's the thing with that. I, It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was so short though. Yeah. I feel like I would have rather them not have one mm-hmm. until the very end of the series. Mm-hmm. And just make that one really just a banger for yeah. going into the future of the right. MCU. I yeah. feel like because now I'm going to expect one every episode going forward. So if I don't get one the next episode, I'm be annoyed. You know yeah. like why was that one so important? There's nothing that happened in that Yeah. that needed to happen that you couldn't just put in the episode itself.
1: Right. Yeah, that's true.
0: So, now it's like all or nothing for me. It's like yeah. I I need to see one every episode. Would you rather at have an
1: after credit scene in the next episode or have a longer episode?
0: Longer episode.
1: Okay, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm, I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, and I mean, by the way, you sabotaged me with that whole. I thing. I did nothing. You of said the that they were going to be hour-long episodes for the last three, and it was thirty-seven was minutes or whatever it was.
1: Resource that was from
0: seven minutes is just credits.
1: Another person on the internet, a reliable source. Uh, however, it turns reliable, out, reliable, huh? It, it they were previously a reliable source. Okay, it was <laughs> formerly
0: a, reliable. Though
1: it was a misstatement of fact. Basically, what happened was, Feige or somebody confirmed that there were x amount of hours of material Mm -hmm. in the show and it led the calculation by how much time had been spent on already aired episodes meant meant that there were three total hours left of airtime to be shown to us in the series so So they just logically divided by three
0: so that by the logic, there's two and a half more hours left ish
1: yes, but you often to have the the calculation they did did not account for the extra bullshit at the end of each episode, so really instead of thirty minutes per episode, which is what they were estimating, it should be closer to forty because of all the extra mm. trash at the end um so if you account for that, then it really means we probably have about two hours left
0: okay, so we either are getting a secret tenth episode or we're getting. At the very least, a longer last episode. Yeah,
1: I feel like there's three options. One option one is there's one more 30 minute episode followed by a movie length yeah. finale. Well, I think the
0: current rumor is it's like 47 minutes or something for the next episode. Okay, we'll see. I don't know, but
1: okay. I mean, so that I would wanna, get us. I, there. I don't
0: really want to get my hopes up on right. that. That
1: would get us there. So that's that's so option one is we have a normal length or 30 something, 37 minute mm. uh, next episode, and then the final episode is. Um, an hour and a half ish, right?
2: Gotcha. Option
1: 2 is 45 minutes, 45 minutes. Option 3 is we get an extra episode. Gotcha. So, we'll see what happens. Gotcha. Um
0: okay. Well, I one last thing I would like to bring up that I don't think is going to be a big thing in this app ep- or the, the rest of this season, but I think it's going to tie in. What if You know, we talked about the Astro Engineer. Mm -hmm. What if he is not one of the Fantastic Four? Mm -hmm. What if he is um, the guy who is a part of S.W.O.R.D.? I can't remember his name right now. In the comics, there's a guy who is taken and used as an experiment for AIM, who then becomes MODOK. Oh. Which could tie into MODOK is like, the Cataract Project or Mm -hmm. something that they were working on.
1: Okay. It's an interesting idea.
0: Cause maybe Hayward finds out that he was helping Rambo, decides that he's gonna use him as his pet project because mm-hmm. he was pissed that he helped her. Right. Just I don't know, this is like days of our lives type. Yeah.
1: But it does drama
0: like... that I'm spewing could yeah. happen. Hayward
1: does seem like the kind of person to do that though. He's a doucher.
0: Yeah. Huh. I mean he seems to hate fucking people with powers. Yeah. So I feel like he could be going for some kind of, like, new Ultron. Mm-hmm. You know. I'd
1: like to hear about his backstory. If he had, like, some people with, like, if maybe his parents were the victim of some kind of, um, what do you want to call it, uh, collateral damage situation a uh, We're going to learn something about yeah. him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so, I guess, to finish this episode, what do you think is going to happen next week? Do you think we're getting a full Agnes focused episode like they did with Rambo kind of on after she got booted from the, the hex and then we kind of had one focused just on her catching up to everything do you think we'll get that with Agnes and kind of maybe prequel-ish type stuff her like maybe a scene like what's her motives with this and then going into what she's been doing on the back end up until now or do you think that whole musical moment was that back you know that, that catch up
1: I kind of feel like we have speed to speed it up Yeah, I kind of feel like we have to have a good amount of focus on her the next episode, but I also think that a large portion of it, I feel like since Vision and Darcy were such a backseat this Mm -hmm. episode, I think they're going to come more into play next episode. Okay. At least Vision. I don't know about Darcy.
0: So, presumably we're going to see, like, assuming Rambo is not captive under the basement or whatever. Yeah. Maybe Vision is going to see her like, outside the house, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like maybe just standing there staring at the wall. Yeah, um, and then bring her back to reality, and then Darcy shows up, and the, they have their little yeah trio of save the day moment for Wanda.
1: Yeah, Rambo yeah.
0: catches them up that she's in there with Agnes, and yeah. Maybe Vision will find a way to piece the the details together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, we definitely have to see more of Vision next episode. So mm. even if we do have more of Agatha, it'll be maybe a third of the episode, yeah. not the whole thing.
0: I'm still expecting the last episode to be like a heartbreak moment for everybody to watch. Like yeah. I, something sad's going to happen. We're not going to get a happy ending.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like Vision's going to... Die again.
0: Either he's gonna die again or Wanda's gonna lose her kids fully or yeah. she's gonna turn evil at yeah. the by the end of this, like not mm-hmm. necessarily by her own decision, but right. like I think something's gonna happen where fans are not get, they're gonna get the Infinity War ending. But they're not gonna get the end game ending.
1: True, yeah. I think you're right.
0: All right. Well that's I think that's good. we Yeah. I think we're we've talked plenty about this. I think it's probably our longest of the review episodes yes so you're welcome
1: yep <laughs> so we will have one more of these for episode eight yes and then episode nine we will not do a specific one for that episode because we're going to do our anatomy of episode where we discuss the whole series the whole season yes just fyi if anatomy you're following along. of one division yes indeed so thanks for listening we're glad you're here Definitely go leave us a review. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever service you use. It would all help. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook. Our group is called Dissecting This Fission Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod or send us an email, DTFPod at gmail.com. You can also check out our website if you're feeling frisky. DTFCast.com. Thanks for listening.
0: That's it for episode 81 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye-bye.